Hello, Commander. In response to the alien threat, this Council of Nations has chosen to activate the XCOM project. Hello and welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 211, The Invasion. My name is Rob, also known as Presar, and with me today I've got my good buddy Mark. Hey, also known as Wingman709. That's right, on that thing that I now know as Xbox Live Gold. <laughs> Not free. Or silver or whatever it was. Yeah, but you still don't have a headset, so I I sent you a party. And now I'm seeing you online. It's like I saw you today. And I was like, I didn't even bother to send you an invite to chat with me because I'm like, well, I know he doesn't have a headset. (laughs) I know, and i got to talk a little bit about that later on. (laughs) Funny you should mention that. (laughs) But uh, anyway, so since we just briefly talk about it, so Mark, what have you been playing? Well, before I say what we've been playing... I just want to let everybody know that they can reach our website at www.thisxboxlife.com. Now, what have I been playing? Oh, I've been playing a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, I, Rob, brace yourself. I'm braced. I, I was playing Borderlands 2 this week. Rock on. But guess what? What? I, I played other games too. You know why? Chicken thigh? I have completed Borderlands 2. All 1,000 achievement points are mine. Well, you completed it last week, but no, now you really completed it. that was completed the single-player campaign. I have completed the game twice. I have taken a character to level 50, and I have gotten all the achievements for all the missions, all the challenges, which the there's one, dude, you got to do 750 kills with a shotgun up close. What? Yeah, that one, I, that was a grind. Wow. So, um... But I found a place to do it where I was getting about 80 to 85 kills every time I'd run through the, the section. And I just kept, once I would complete it, I'd quit out and start back over. And I'd start at the beginning of that map or that little area and run the loop again. And I'd get another 85. And I had to do that oh. several times just to get my 750 kills. Oh. Because I had every level one challenge complete except that. Because I don't use shotguns. Right. So that was a grind. That, oh, that was man. the only grindy part of the whole game, really. Um, was that so, like 50 shotgun kills an hour? <laughs> oh, it, it was, yeah, it was both. I, I don't know if that no, was. No, I was getting like 85 in about mm, 10, 10 minutes maybe. It's not too bad. It's not bad when you, when you, because I was leveled up, you know, so I took my level 50 character with a really good shotgun. And what I did is I went through my first playthrough, so all the characters were uh, really low, and they couldn't—they really couldn't damage me. Um, so it was uh, real easy. I didn't have to worry about dying. Right. Uh, but you had to run up and get close, and if they're running away, you got to—you know—so you have to get right on them and blast them. So it took a little while, but um, yeah, I got all thousand, which I was really glad because I mean I love the game. I absolutely love the game, but I know there's DLC coming out. Uh, we don't know when, but I know there's DLC coming out. And I had Sleeping Dogs sitting here on my desk for a month. Yeah. And I'm like, I really wanted to play it, so I finally got to play that this week. 
Um, I am liking it. And that was a bad thing about Borderlands is that I couldn't, I didn't want to play anything else. Um, I actually had Lollipop Chainsaw and Sleeping Dogs both sitting here. I actually sent Lollipop back. I'm like, I'm not even going to play this. Yeah. The more I looked at it, it's, I know it's going to be something I want to play for maybe five minutes and go, this is horrible and I don't like it. So I decided to just send it back and not even play it. But Sleeping Dogs, I've been playing that this week. Um, I'm enjoying it. I like it. Um, it, it, which is kind of weird because it's an open world game and I'm not, you know, I'm, I think I do enjoy open world games. Um, because like I really would like to someday, go back and play gta um i just got stuck with that one it was like one of those where you got to chase people down and it's timed and those type of things always kind of mess me up but like i played um what was that one a wheel man i liked wheel man loved um what was that one where you're back in like world war one or world war two saboteur that was an awesome game crackdown sure. i like uh the series that's open world um, so there's stuff out there. So I can't say I'm not an open world fan. Red Dead Redemption's open world. I do like that. I haven't finished that one yet. But, um, I'm enjoying this game. I really do like it so far. Right. Um, combat gets a little tough sometimes. Um, I wish you could, like, grab health packs. And, like, I think what would, what make this perfect, and if you can do this, if someone knows you can do this in the game, please tell me how to do it. But, like, you get a health bar, and when you're fighting, it's got this like Assassin's Creed thing in it where you, the guy, like a guy will light up red when he's about ready to attack. So you can like hit a, hit the Y button to counter attack, counter, you know, attack him or whatever. Uh, basically so you don't get hit and you actually hurt him, right? Uh, mm-hmm. so you can counter his attack. There you go. Um, but it's like, I, I have a problem like with the timing, you know, I'll start mashing buttons and, and it doesn't seem to work right. It's like I'll, I'll be sitting like the X button and my character just stands there. I'm like, I don't understand that. It, that's the attack button, you know. Um, so I'm not sure. I think I need to maybe slow down my attacks and and that's my problem. I think I'm wailing on the button too fast. Um, but it's a, it's a good game. I do enjoy it. Um, I'm having fun with it. Played the Medal of Honor beta. I'm going to... Save my comments for that later, because we do talk about the, we do talk about it uh, as one of our topics. I also played a little game off of the Xbox called X-Wing, and Rob, this is something you introduced me to or told me about a couple weeks ago. Yeah, like two three weeks ago, I think. Yeah, it's uh, it's not a board game, but it's like a tabletop game. I guess that's yes. what you'd call it. Yep. So uh, I bought this. It's like little miniature X-Wing. And TIE Fighters, and you, you had it's like a space battle. You, you play it on your table, and well, there's a million pieces to it. But um, yeah. I played that today with my oldest son, who, who doesn't is nowhere near the minimum age requirement. It's like, I think it, the game is like ages 14 and up. I didn't well, realize that when I bought it. My, son's, my oldest son's eight. <laughs> well, one thing that they – here's one thing about the age ratings on a lot of those um, games, whether they're board game or, or whatnot, is that – in order to get a game certified, they ha- it has to go through testing, and if the game is to be labeled for anybody under 14, uh, it has to go through this exhaustive, like, uh, expensive lead testing process, which delays games by a long time, and it's very expensive. So some companies forego that, and they just uh, label it as 14 and up. 
so the game could very well, you know, be played by kids younger, and it's just it's just a formality of uh, of the U.S. government. Or the game could have lead-based paint in it, and I could be exposing my child to an early grave. Is what you're saying? <laughs> well, if you lick off all the lead before he does, <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> he'll be okay. Uh, so we played anyway. that today, and uh, he really enjoyed it. Uh, we just did the basic rules. Um, so there's a lot there for me to look over and read so we can advance up. But we just wanted to learn how to play it. So we played the basic rule set today, and uh, he had fun. He really liked it. So he, he was already asking me, can we play again tomorrow? <laughs> so, so And you're like, good. no, we'll play now. I'm going <laughs> to stuff it. <laughs> in your face boy. so that was a fun game um, if anybody's considering it just know ahead of time that the pieces are very very fragile um, and it's one of these where there's lots of expansions that you can buy a lot of extra pieces kind of like the uh, Skylanders thing so the game can be very expensive if you want to buy all the extra ships and you may end up buying extras because they're going to break on you real easily so um, it's you might want to keep it out of the hands of the kids and be very careful with it yourself. Oh, yes. So That's right. I, I broke a piece already, and I was being so careful with it, so I was very frustrated today. But um, you know, it's uh, it's pretty cool. So yeah. I'm looking forward to the doing the expanded set and really getting into playing it with all the stuff that it, it comes with, and you know, doing a mission based game, and we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, there's some pretty cool ones. Uh, there's one uh, with an ambassador. It's like you have to escort him or something. Um, you get some uh, obstacles in there of these asteroids. I've actually heard people putting rocks on the tables. Yeah. You know, instead of uh, <laughs> you know the well, little cardboard chits. Well, it's funny because my we had this big wooden bowl. Yeah. It's like a centerpiece, and it has like some fake fruit in it. You know. Yeah. And my my son like. He, he looks over at the the wooden bowl and he's like, "Let's just pretend this is a giant asteroid." <laughs> oh, that's awesome! And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> that works." <laughs> it's an obstacle. It's a planet. <laughs> so, yeah. One thing before we get off of this thing is uh, later on this year, around Christmas time, they're coming out with uh, four more ships. There's going to be a Millennium Falcon. This thing's oh. actually supposed to be a couple inches in diameter. Dude, I'm, I'm so. all over that one. Yeah, so all of the ships are supposed to be, like, scaled to each other. So there's going to be uh, Millennium Falcon, uh, Boba Fett's ship, and I forgot what the other ones were. So there's going to be some cool stuff coming down the pipe. Great. They would hook me with that. It's like Star yeah. Wars version of Skylanders. I know. But they've got uh, – I, I saw the Millennium Falcon over at Gen Con, and I think it looks cool, man. <laughs> I mean, it's – I'd say it's maybe like uh, maybe four inches, five inches. I mean, it's freaking big compared to, to the compared others. to the ones you got. Yeah, but it, it's awesome. So, um, and then other than that, I've been playing. I got a new toy this week, Rob. And yes. I wasn't going to mention it, but I've got to. Um, and I, I'll try not to spend much time on this because it's not related to Xbox, but it is a gadget, and I think our community might like to know. But I picked up. I took a jump. I am no longer an Apple customer. I have joined the I, the 
Android family uh, by getting a Samsung Galaxy S3. Sweet. And uh, I was really concerned, man. It took it took me a long time, man. I've been debating for months about making the switch because, you know, I wanted to get off the Apple because, I mean, I liked it. The iPhone did what it was really nice. It was really good at what it did. The only reason I really wanted to get away from it was because um, I don't want to – well, my iPhone, the button – stopped working so i'd have to like mash the button like anywhere from six to ten times oh, just sucks. to get it back to like out of the app and back to the home screen um so it was you know it's like i definitely got to upgrade but i don't you know the iphone 5 came out and i'm like okay it has a bigger screen and i can put more icons on the front and yeah the hardware like i'm sure it's got a better camera and a and a faster processor, but I'm like, I don't want to spend more money for essentially the same phone that I had when I bought my original iPhone 3G. You know, it, it, the OS has not changed much. There's there's minor things to it, but it's um, uh, and the guy at the Apple Store will argue with you because well, I <laughs> I was in the Apple Store yesterday with my wife because she upgraded to the iPhone 4 because she had my old 3G, so she yep. did like a, a you know paid a dollar and got a brand new iPhone 4 to upgrade and um of course the phone they gave her didn't work <laughs> so they told us we had to go to the apple store to get it fixed so we go in there and of course the guy was trying to argue with me that there was you know a whole bunch of changes and differences i'm like dude it's essentially the same it looks the same it works the same it, it its functionality is all the same as what the original iphone was there are hardware improvements in, in some other aspects like siri that i would never use it anyways it's stupid, you know, the Samsung, <laughs> the Galaxy S3 has it, and I'm like, this is dumb. Yeah. Um, so, you know, those types of things, but it's like the usability, the function of the phone has not changed. Why do I want to give them yet another $200 for the same thing? And that's the thing. It's like I feel like I'm getting the same thing. I'm paying to use the same thing again, you know. So, and, and you're going over, and I'm looking at these, these Galaxy phones, and I'm just like, wow. You know, there, there's just... It, you can personalize it. You can make it look different. You know, there's just, there's a lot more to it. Um, and, and I kind of like that. So, yep. but I'll tell you, I was scared because I was so used. Now, this is what's funny. And I was telling my wife, I've never been, I've never been concerned about changing a phone in my life. Never have, you know, <laughs> but now you did. Now I now was because, yeah. because think about it. Back before the iPhone, all I had was a regular phone. You used the phone to make phone calls. Right. That was it. Even their, like, remember the, you know, when the web browsers first got on the phones? Dude, they were never usable. You never used it for that. Right. You know? And I never used texting because it was always a pain to text. Um, so it was just, it was a phone. That's it. When I got the iPhone, it was the first phone that I ever used more for things other than making phone calls. Right. You know, I, I used it for tons of other stuff, like 5% usage of phone calls, 95% everything else. Uh, all kinds of stuff. Calendaring, email, texting, uh, RSS feeds, you know, uh, just tons of stuff, right? Uh, browsing right. forums. I mean, I use Tapatalk, you know. I don't even go to forums anymore on the computer. I just use it on my phone. So, you know, it, it was so it was a big deal because it was almost like buying a new computer. You know, it was like, do I want to go with Windows 8 or do I want to try a Mac? You know, I mean, it was that type of thing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So I was in the store and I was asking. I said, okay, I gotta ask, what if I don't like it? 
you know, because I have concerns because I use my work email and everything comes through there, you know, and I knew the email was now going to change instead of all being in one, which I've gotten used to, it's going to be split. Okay. okay. So right. I was concerned, you know, now I've got multiple email accounts I got to deal with or applications, if you will. Um, and so you're I'm talking like, about the Gmail app for, and the regular email. And app. the, well, if I, well, actually, yeah, well, then I got my work, which is its own separate application. Oh, really? Yeah. They have their own? Well, because, yeah, the, I, I'm using the McAfee secure container. Okay. Application to get in. Sure. I, so I'm using a McAfee application to get connected to our corporate network and get my email, but it's wrapped up in our own little McAfee application. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Some companies do that to, uh, secure, to encrypt right. uh, emails and attachments. So and I've got my Gmail account with the Gmail app. I've got yeah. my work one. Now, if I wanted to check my hotmail, I'd have like a third application, which would be the, you know, the everything other than Gmail on the, on the Android or OS. But, I'm like, I don't, never mind. I'm not even going to deal with that. <laughs> it's like, but I told him, I said, can I bring this back and actually, you know, upgrade to an iPhone 5 or something if I really don't like this? And they're like, yeah, you got 30 days. So I was like, okay, I, I can try it out. Um, I think by after about an hour of messing around with it and using it, I was sold. Um, I, I like the fact that the, I actually kind of like that my email, work email and stuff is now separate from my personal. Um, I like that it's separate. You know, right. I, I didn't know if I would because I was so used to it all being in one. Um, it actually works out very well. And I love that it comes with its own GPS application. I don't have to buy it, which I always and have to buy on the Apple. And it's really good, actually. The only well, like, caveat is you have to have, you know, uh, a data signal. That's all. Well, that's same with the iPhone. Right. So, or we well, had to have a cell phone or a cell signal. Yeah, you know, that data signal. Right. Like 3G, 4G. Right. There are a couple apps now that are available, like Navigon has one, and TomTom just came out with one, I think, last week. So, you know, you can get those, and then it just basically turns it into a uh, personal navigation device. Yeah, but what I really loved about the Android version is that, you can you can go into the navigator and speak your destination. Yep. I don't have to type it in anymore. And I don't know how many times that when I've been on the road traveling, you know, I'll be landing and I was like, oh man, I didn't put it in ahead of time. So I'm, you know, I, I got to pull over. Or I got I got to sit there in the rental car before I leave typing everything in. And now I can just speak it. And boom, it, it automatically says, okay, here's how you go. I was like, wow, that's the way it should be. Because I don't know how many times with my iPhone I've said, you know, this thing, it has voice, you know, capabilities. Why can't I just say where I want it to go? Yeah. You know, and now this phone allows me to do that. So I'm like, and oh, it, awesome. And it actually is pretty darn good with its recognition. I did a couple of different ones and it was perfect, spot on. And the one trick to that that I've noticed is you have to resist two things shouting you have to speak in a normal voice and you can't go up right next to the microphone it actually works better if you hold it like you know a foot away yeah which yeah, is, i just spoke normally into it and held it at the normal distance i would and it picked right up and said here's how you get there so 
It'll get a real test though here in a couple of weeks when I hit the road again. Okay. <laughs> so I tell you, I am a little nervous because now I'm using a different uh, GPS <laughs> yeah. out of town to get me around, and I've depended on my old one all the time. Yep. But um, I'm really, I really like it, and I said I didn't want to waste a lot of time on here, but um, so far I'm really pleased. I'm very happy that I made the jump. Um, Really enjoying what the uh, Galaxy S3 provides me. Um, it's cool. So Did you get yeah. the Xbox app on there? Oh yes, of course. Good boy. My, Good my boy. Xbox Live. Yep. So yep, I got that on there, and I got my Google Reader and the Facebooks, you know, and the Tapa Talk and Netflix and <laughs> yeah, all my other stuff. So oh, you know, there. If I had one to... thing, one thing real quick about the GPS app that uh, I I just freaking love it it's so cool is you hold the phone uh, uh what is that uh, sideways uh landscape uh-huh. you hold the phone landscape and then you know it switches the map accordingly and then you can hit that there's a little settings button and you can overlay the satellite map i don't know if uh, apple did that so you can actually you, you know how on uh google maps you can get the satellite view or the road view yeah well, you can actually navigate with the satellite imagery. So as you're driving, you can actually see the buildings on the map, you know, that you see around you. Nice. You know, the, the, the satellite imagery. Very cool. Yeah, it's definitely a step up. So now if I did have to criticize, and I don't want to, you know, I'm, I'm not like a fanboy. Even if I like something, I'm going to say what I don't like because okay. there are some things I don't care for. But what sure. I... What I do love is that I can shut it off by hitting the button on the side of the phone. I also love the fact that there's not a uh, mute button on the phone like the iPhones because so many times you would bump something, and even on the newer ones, now, like on the iPhone 4 and above, they're they're harder. Like the original iPhones, man, that bump, that button was so easy. It stuck out so far, it was so easy to bump it, and it was real sensitive. It would flip off if you blinked at it. The newer ones weren't as bad, but over time, I was having a problem where I would pull it out of my holster. and was like, oh, great, it's muted again. I missed a call or something. I have to actually go in and mute it myself, which I like. <laughs> or I can just lower the volume all the way, you know. So yeah, I like those functions. But what I don't like is, like, when you go into the Gmail application, yep. everything's, like, gray and white. And I-, I hate that. It's like I can't tell. A lot of times... Oh, okay. Uh, it's like, okay, well, which of these are new? Like, the coloring is so close that it's sometimes it's hard. I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I can't tell if I've read that or not. You know, it, I know it's, you it's, it's, I wish there was a little bit more color. I wish there was an option to, I was surprised how blah it was. Yeah, and, I, I know what I, the problem is. Is it, is it, is it something I can change, or is that just the way it is? No, it, it's, you're too old. Well, I got a bigger screen, so it's it is your, easier to read. It's your eyeballs, man. <laughs> no, it's just blah. The coloring is blah. No, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, there's some mods out there to change the coloring on it. I mean, that's that's one cool thing about Android, you know, especially if you root it. I mean, you can install all sorts of stuff on there. People are just so creative. Um, and, uh, you know, there's all sorts of mods that change the color on those things, you know. I don't know if you'll ever root your phone. But, no, uh, not since I'm I can't yeah. since I have to get my work email. And yeah. being it's a security company, <laughs> yeah. they're not going to let me uh 
you know, you know that'll kind of disconnect yeah. me. So, but anyways, enough of that. I don't want to turn into another podcast that we talk about things. This other- Android life. This. <laughs> so, but I love it. Uh, so, if you know anybody's considered it. I was scared to make the jump from Apple. Uh, to me, it was worth it. I really loved it. Um, my wife's staying with her iPhone. I think that's great because she really likes it, and it works perfect for her. I got nothing against the iPhone. Yeah. You know, it worked for me. I've had it for, what, four years? Um, yeah, for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I, I think remember I've had, you had it here in Chicago. Yeah, I think I've had them for four years. Yeah. Um, so, um, and it's just, again, it was so... I just, wanted, I just want something different, and I, that's what I got. So I'm very happy with it. So what have you been playing, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time to end the show. I think we're over our three-hour limit now. <laughs> All right. We'll see you later. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> I, I got a little bit of uh, uh, Medal of Honor. Actually, it's funny. In our show notes here, I have it as M-O-H, which in my employment business means music on hold. <laughs> so I resisted the temptation to say music on hold. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Medal of Honor uh, beta, and uh, the one thing I wanted to mention, uh, based off what we were talking about earlier with the headsets, was when I joined in, um, you get paired up with somebody. Is that how it goes, or you go in? Because yeah. I did the matchmaking. Yeah, that's what it did for me. It said something about something about like a fire team, and it seems yeah. to match you up, or I think it just assigns you to someone else as your yeah. fire team partner. Yeah. So, you know, I, I got paired up with somebody and, you know, we go into the game. And, of course, you know, I don't have a headset, uh, at least that I use or that I want to use. And, uh, you know, so we get into the game and the dude that I got matched up with goes, hey, no response. <laughs> no response. So, you know, then everybody starts talking in the game and the guy goes, Man, this is like the, I don't know, like 10th time I'm, you know, playing this thing and like nobody's got a headset. <laughs> and he's like, you know, they should match you up with somebody that's got a headset. And I was thinking to myself, I mean, why don't they do that? They should do, have something like that, don't you think? That would make sense if they want you to, yeah. You know, um, or I don't know if it should be a requirement of the game period or whatnot. But, uh, no, it shouldn't be a requirement. <laughs> well, if you're teamed up with somebody, well, I guess you don't need it because, you know, we never had it in the past. But, uh, you know, the, the game was pretty good. Like, I, I recall hearing something like you were having trouble with it. I guess I, I guess we can go ahead and Kept talk getting about it booted. now. Um, I only tried two matches, and I stopped because both times I got into the same map. I would get on and start playing, but about within about two minutes, it would disconnect me from the game. Okay. So I don't know what was going on. I'm, I don't know if it's you know it is a beta. Uh, it's also EA, so I expect <laughs> yeah. to get I expect to get punted several Sur- times. From, yeah. So I don't know if they're having server issues. I don't know if it was. I don't know what it was. I had no problems connecting to anything else today. So. Um, I'm kind of attributing it to the game and not necessarily my connection. So I don't really have anything great to say about it because I can't play it. <laughs> yeah. Were you able to stay in a game? 
yeah, you know, I was in it for some time, you know, just running around and, um, you know, I didn't, re- I didn't really do too much looking into the game and I had a little bit of trouble with the game initially because I wasn't sure who was who. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. There was like all these people running around and I'm like, okay, I, I see all these guys running away from me. And it's not that I'm a big badass in the game or anything. I'm just scared, you know, but they're like running away from me. So I'm like, I'm going to follow them. And then, you know, whoever they were shooting at, that's who I'd start shooting at. And then all of a sudden, you know, you know, firefights. And then all of a sudden I have no idea. I don't want to friendly fire anybody. And I, I, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure I got friendly fired a couple of times. Um, I don't know if if it's possible in the game, but I'm, if it is, I'm sure I was. Well, the same. I can. I, I feel. I can tell. And this. I'm wondering if this is a relation to the Frostbite engine, because this is built on the Frostbite engine. But I felt again like I was playing Battlefield because I watched a guy, and 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 it was weird because, like you said, there were so many people, and what I noticed is like everybody's outlined in a different color. It's like your team is like in blue, your buddies in green, and then the right. enemies are outlined in red. And what I saw a guy outlined in red, which I'm not sure how, but I saw him through, uh, um, through an object. I saw the out red outline and I don't know, maybe right. that's, maybe someone else spotted him or something. I, I don't know. It's like you're thrust into the game. And you have no idea what you're doing, but I was able to see this guy. So he comes around the corner and he's laying, he lays down on the ground. He goes prone and he shoots and he's shooting at the guy in front of me. So I get my crosshairs on him and I scope in and I'm shooting the guy on the ground. I got my, my red dot right on him. So he kills the guy next to me and he turns around and he shoots me. Now, mind you, I was shooting him while he was shooting my partner. I died. And I was like, Oh, yay. Another one of these games. <laughs> I was like, that's unbelievable. I'm shooting the guy. Right dead center in his chest, and uh, he kills me instead after he killed someone else. So right. I'm like, yeah, I'm probably not going to put a lot of time into this game. Yeah. So, again, even though I know it's a beta, yeah. but it's still based on the Frostbite engine. It's still, you know, and, and Battlefield had that problem all the time. Never got fixed. So, um at least for me, you know, I, I know the the diehards out there will say I'm I just can't shoot, but, but my red dot is on the guy. I'm, I'm not sure. a diehard, and that's what I was thinking. Well, you always say that anyway, so <laughs> it's just uh, whatever it is, whether their hit detection sucks or yeah. it's me. Either way, it's not the game for me to play, so uh, it doesn't work for me. So right, oh for sure. No. I wonder about these betas. I mean, are they more about? You know, are they more about like the the engine itself or for server load? Well, it's not I'm sure. It's not I'm for sure. server load, not with <laughs> EA, man. Because it yeah. was funny. Someone made a comment. <laughs> Let me go back to our Facebook group because someone talked about it being up, and um, it. Let me. Yeah, there was a lot of comments on this, and it was supposed to be up, and it looked like they had problems on the very first day 
Um, let's see. Oh yeah, Esben or Soul Assassin 808. He said, for anyone wondering where the bait, wondering the beta is already having problems even before it's released, you can follow the status here. And there was a um, to the battle log, there was a link to it. So then I said, and once it comes out, the servers will crash. It is EA after all. Um, Voodoo 73 was saying, I was thinking the same. And then, uh, sorry, I don't, I, I don't have everybody's name yet, but Kyle said, and this is not Moronic Cow. Kyle said, Warfighter, and he quotes, Warfighter servers are temporarily down. We did not anticipate this many players playing the beta. <laughs> End quote, EA. <laughs> I'm like, I just crack it up because I'm like, yep, that's probably what's going to come out of it. But So I'm not the only one. <laughs> you know, they, they should get, like, rubber stamps made, you know, with excuses for their server issues because they're, you know, coming out so often. Well, right. Every time EA releases a game, it's always the same excuse. I know, right? We didn't anticipate this many people playing. You know, that was the excuse for Battlefield 3 and Battlefield Bad Company and all the all the versions they put out. Bad uh, Battlefield 1943, same thing. We didn't anticipate. Yeah. We didn't anticipate. It's like, well, you had all these people playing during your, quote, beta testing. So I think the answer to the question I think it's just a it's a way to try to build up excitement on the game. Okay. It, it's like a demo, but it's like they're not going to, you know, they don't call it a demo, you know, they're trying to get it out. It's like they're not going to build a dedicated demo after it's gone. Well, I would think a demo would have to be guaranteed to work where a beta is kind of like a demo that might not be 100% finished, right? So they could, yeah, you can go, oh, well, this sucks, but that means they're going to fix it. You know what I mean? It's almost like yeah. they're just going to give you that because then you'll think that they're going to fix anything you don't like, which they probably won't, depending on or, what it is. Or marketing goes to programmers, okay, we're supposed to release this next week. Is it working? Well, you know, this is problems. That's not working. Okay, it's no longer a demo. It's now a beta. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... But anyways, so I it looked decent. Yeah, it looked good. I, it. I mean, to me, it looked like you know just another first person game, kind of. You know. Yeah, it, it, I can't say it really stood out. I mean, it was it was nice. I'm not knocking it. I just don't think it's. I mean, with the Call of Duty and Battlefield and Halo Four coming out, I, I don't. I just don't see, I mean, you've got Black Ops 2, which is going to take a tremendous, um, uh, you know, most of the gamers are going to go to that. I mean, it's, it's Call of Duty. As much as people hate it, there's still a bajillion people playing it and buying it. Black Ops 2 is going to be big. Halo 4 is going to be big. Those are your shooters for the, for the season. You know, I just don't think Medal of Honor is going to stand a chance. And you still got people playing Battlefield 3. I mean, that's big. It's still so. Those are the three shooters that are people are going to be playing this holiday season. I, I just I don't think this is going to pull anybody away from anything. Um, I'll probably rent it and not bother with the multiplayer. Right. That's kind of that's what I'm thinking. You know. So. But that's about it. Yeah. Game does come out. Uh, well, we'll talk about that more later. Comes out this month, but it's only like two weeks before Halo Four, and three weeks. Before oh, that it releases. Yeah. So game comes yeah, I mean, out that... on the twenty third of this month. So. 
I mean, that's, that's kind of weird that they would call it a beta with it releasing just, what, like two, three weeks later. Yeah, that's why I don't really think it's a beta. The yeah. game at this point should be really close to being shipped to manufacturing. Because I was just going to mention that because, I mean, how long does it even take to manufacture all that and to ship it? Yeah. I mean, you're yep. looking, well. It takes several it, weeks. You know, depending on where you're product is manufactured at I mean it could take uh, up to two months to to get it over like if it comes from China yeah so I mean this thing's got to be really close to being gold I mean it's supposed to ship in what two weeks so it has to be in stores in two weeks so I it's probably already gone gold this is just yeah probably earlier in the release cycle that's why it's called a beta or something this is probably the version that's on the disc, and they're just going to release a patch day one. Day one that's patch, it. yeah. So, all right. So, okay. So that was Middle of Honor Beta. All right, so, okay. Well, I guess we'll just jump in. Yeah. That takes what we've been playing. We'll jump into our stories. Um, I wanted to make an update slash correction from our last show. There was a question from our community or a comment made about Mass Effect Trilogy that the no DLC was included. Then we stated last week that that was incorrect, that the BioWare stated that there will be DLC. Well, it looks like now there's been further clarification, and it looks like there's going to be no Mass Effect 1 DLC included. Now, this is for the Xbox version, and, and it looks like the PC version's getting all kinds of stuff. They're going to get some ma- they're going to DLC from, like, everything. But I'm only giving you the Xbox the Xbox okay. version, the only DLC that will be included in the trilogy is the Cerberus Network stuff from Mass Effect 2 and the Online Pass for, for Mass Effect 2. That is it. No Mass Effect 1 DLC, no Mass Effect 3 DLC, and none of the other stuff for Mass Effect 2. Mm-hmm. So really, the Online Pass and Cerberus Network, I think Cerberus Network might have given you one extra character, maybe... His storyline, I'm trying to remember, I think that was Cerberus Network, but that's it. So all the other DLC they came out with is not included. So essentially, you know, that's the scoop now. So there really is not much there in the way of DLC. However, if you haven't played Mass Effect and you want to, it's a tremendous deal. You're getting three games for the price of one. Oh, yeah. You can go and buy the DLC. I mean, it's still a great deal, but yeah, you're not getting any of it, so... Um, and in, re- in discussions of Mass Effect DLC, Mass Effect 3 getting a new multiplayer DLC called Retaliation. This is going to be, and it's free. So, and that's another thing for the Mass Effect 3 DLC in that legacy. A lot of the stuff has been free. Uh, there's only one I think that they've had they've had to pay for actually, which I didn't get yet. I didn't do the Leviathan DLC playthrough. I need to pick that up. But on October 9th, uh, Retaliation is going to be the largest upgrade to the Mass Effect 3 multiplayer. It's going to add the Collectors as a new enemy. Um, Included Collectors are Praetorian, Scion, and Abomination, Trooper, and Captain. And the Collectors will fight alongside the Dragoons and new Geth Drones. Uh, Retaliation is going to offer two new characters, the Turian Havoc Soldier and Turian Ghost Infiltrator with many more being added on a regular basis. Uh, new maps, Firebase Ghost, 
Dagger and Giant are also included, along with environmental hazards including acid, lightning, meltdowns, sandstorms, swarms, and whiteouts. I might have to pick. I'm gonna have to pick this one up too. I haven't played Mass Effect 3 multiplayer in a while. I, it was that was a lot of fun. Um, there's also gonna be some new items, uh, including three new weapons: a collector assault rifle, a submachine gun, and a sniper rifle. Three new ammo types: explosive rounds, phasic rounds, and drill rounds. And five new gear items: medigel transmitter. Ooh, that sounds interesting. Um, armored compartments responder loadout, survivor loadout, and assault loadout. Um, players will also be able to track their progress in new challenges database. Um, this will allow players to compete uh, various multiplayer assignments and feats of strength to unlock titles and banners to display in-game, then compare your progress against a friend. So looks like there's going to be quite a few new things coming, and that's pretty cool because this is all free. I mean, that's a lot of content if you ask me. Uh, for free. Oh, yeah. I, and I'm really surprised that this is EA, and Mass Effect 3 is giving out so much free content. I'm surprised that EA and Microsoft both are allowing that to happen. That surprises me. Yeah. So, but it's good news for the gamers. So, grab it on Tuesday, October 9th. It's free, baby. Free! We like free. Oh, we do. We do. Hey, uh... Quick question on the DLC for those. For the PC versions, I mean, how do they get the DLC? Do you, are you familiar with that at all? I've never played it, but I don't... I'm just curious. Just download it. I wonder or, if they have some kind of system or whatnot. You know, I could see, like, Steam titles, you know, just coming in through Steam. Well, I know Origin, uh, Mass Effect 3, maybe you have to have the Origin account to get the DLC now. That's probably how you have to get it, would be my guess. Um, I know the original Origin didn't exist when Mass Effect originally came out. But I don't know. I haven't played a PC game in so long. I used to go to places to just download the patches. Right. Just go to the main website. Usually there was a way to download the patches from there. But Origin Service probably has them all. Right. Actually, I saw, I think... uh... I think Origin was on one of the startup screens of Medal of Honor. It was. Yeah. Yep. That's their online thing. So, yeah. yeah, you have to have an Origin account for that too. Hmm. But you can get it for free. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, next thing to cover is you know, something that's been uh, all over the gaming news, I guess, for the past uh, couple of days here, and that's that uh, Cliff Blazinski. I think I got that right. Yep. Or also known as Cliffy B, uh, has left Epic Games. So after close to 20 or right around 20 years in the industry, uh, he has, uh, departed. Cause I know he was on sabbatical or whatnot, leave of absence, whatever you want to call it, last year or for a year. And, uh, you know, I guess, uh, we'll see what he's up to after this. Cause a lot of his people, I mean, you know, they're like, I'm leaving, and then they just go and they start their own company. That's what I expect him to do. Yeah. I really kind of think that's probably... I mean, the guy's I been... Be he said that he's been with Epic. That was like his first game. He was there as a teenager. Yep. Or that's his first company. So and he's been there for 20 years. 
And he's made a lot of money. He's made a huge name for himself in the industry. I I really can't see him leaving the industry. He is very, very young. Um, and I'm sure he's got a lot more things he wants to do in the world of gaming. So I would expect to see him come out eventually and say he's opened up his own studio. Yeah. So I hope so. I, I think that'd be cool, you know. Yeah. You know, I wonder how much of the, you know, epic games kind of stuff he was actually like, like a huge contributor, huge influencer of that, you know, once he leaves, you know, how is that going to leave epic? And then if Cliff does start his own place, you know, are we going to basically see it be like another epic? You know what I mean? It's like, well, he, he did a lot of work on the, what the unreal tournament series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was Gears. I mean, he brought us Gears. He gave us Gears of War. Um, or at least he was like the spokesperson for it, right? Oh, he was the main dude. Let me, what was his title? I'll have to look it up. Uh, let me just look up Gears of War. Um, I don't main know what dude. his, that was he was the title. main dude. He was the designer. He is the designer for the Gears of War franchise. So, uh, that's what oh, wow. Clips was involved with Jazz Jackrabbit. <laughs> I remember that game. Yeah, so he was famous mostly for his role in the development of Unreal franchise, uh, especially 1999's Unreal Tournament and the Gears of War franchise. Um, he was also working on what's his new one, Fortnite, and of course the next Gears of War Judgment. Um, so, yeah, he's had a lot of, uh, and if you look at his video game credits, uh, Bulletstorm, Lost Planet 2, Shadow Complex, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he had a part in that. So, yeah, he, he's, he's been very influential. And I think that this guy, he's only, what, 37 years old. He's too young to retire. He's, he's not going to want to retire. So, you're going to see him come back and probably start up his own company. Yeah, he's he's going to take some time off, drive around in Ferraris for a while, and then. Yeah. Like, oh, this is boring. This sucks. But we'll I, I, I don't think anybody needs to worry about the Gears franchise. I, you know, yeah. it's such an established franchise, and Epic is not going to let it just go away just because one dude, you know, quit or, you know, retired. You know, especially nowadays since, what, there's hundreds of people that work on every title. Yeah, there's, you know, there's a lot of people involved in that process. A lot of people have been involved with Cliff Lazinski doing that. So, I mean, it, it does it does stink. He, he's a very talented individual. And yes. So, but I look forward to, I take it as a good thing that he, you know, he probably needed a much needed break and um, let him recharge and come back and maybe sure. open a new studio and bring us a, a new franchise that we'll love. And then when we'll still get Gears, we'll still get great Gears content. So, yeah, and I think that, uh, you know, if Cliff wants to, like, uh, I, I think Mark and I would be open to discussing opening up uh, this uh, Xbox Life Studios. Yeah, we could do, we, we could probably negotiate something. Yeah, we're, we're open to negotiations. Yeah, so, you know, Cliff, if you're listening, you know, just hit us up, you know. We'll, we'll, we're willing to, to listen and, you know. Yeah, we'll negotiate. consider. Yeah, we'll consider it. Have your people call our people. Yeah. So, 
All right. Um, we're going to go back to Medal of Honor. So just wanted to let you know that this beta did start on Friday, October 5th. So it did, did go through this last weekend. But I want to kind of give you guys an idea. Um, if you are an Xbox Live Gold subscriber, you can download the beta for free. And it's going to include access to all 12 of the game's units and six classes with all weapons unlocked for the Assaulter class. The beta includes the Sarajevo map set in a stadium that has been torn apart by the country's civil war. So there's the answer. It's one map. That was That's why okay. uh, I was only seeing one map. So Why do I have only one map? Oh, yeah. It's a beta. Um and Rob, here, here's your answer. Players will participate in fire teams, units okay. of two that serve as a team within a team. So using each other's spawn points and able to send one another anywhere on the map. Hotspot mode will be included. It's a radical take on the classic bomb diffuse gameplay. And this is, I think, what I was looking for today. I was playing, and I was standing there trying to defuse a bomb, and it was like up on top of this crate, so I was looking up, and I'm like, well, how do I get up there to defuse it? And then all of a sudden, I looked down, and it was like, hit X. It was like telling me, just hit X, just stand in right. front of the stack, you know. And I was like, oh, and of course, by the time I hit it, he started to go in and clip the wires, but it blew up in the middle of while well, I was clipping the wires. So, because I spent too much time trying to figure out where do I go to, uh, to un- disarm the bomb. Right. So... But, um, so, okay, so Radical Take on the Classic Bomb Diffuse Gameplay. You get five sets of explosives spread around the level, and players will need to plant or defend three caches of explosives to achieve victory. The beta will also include battle log functionality, letting players track their stats. The beta will be available in English, German, and French. And progress in the beta will not carry over to the final game. Uh, Medal of Honor Warfighter hits stores October 23rd. And players who purchase a copy from the first print run of the game will automatically receive the limited edition, which offers downloadable content based on Zero Dark Thirty for free, as well as day one access to the Navy SEAL Sniper unit in multiplayer and eventual access to the Battle for, Battlefield 4 beta. So that is a rundown of it. So if you liked it, um, and I think early comments are if you like Battlefield, you're, you know, if you like Battlefield multiplayer, you're going to like the Medal of Honor. You know, it, it's going to be very similar. Um, you know, Rob, I think one of the issues for me with, I think, for Battlefield, yeah, um, because I didn't care for Battlefield 3. Right. I didn't care for Ghost Recon Future Soldier, which right. killed me because I loved Graw. Yeah. Um, I didn't really care for this. I only played two, well, I only played a couple of minutes. So, I mean, I, this doesn't have a fair shake yet. Um but the thing I, I think I've noticed now, and I, but I liked Halo multiplayer. I like um, Call of Duty multiplayer. I like I'm trying to think of some other shooter multiplayer games I like. But the the thing I think is the problem for me, and I really think maybe it's my age, showing that I'm just getting up there, is like when I and even today when I first played Battlefield. Um, and especially Gross Recon, it was the same way, the Future Soldier. It, there's something about the way the visuals are, and I don't know if it's because the stuff's getting so realistic looking or so high def that there's so much detail that I think it's maybe hard for me to understand what, what I'm looking at. Um, so, 
and I know that may sound kind of strange, but it's like there's all these different colors, all these different, um, uh, like objectives and different things going on that it's like I can't tell what it is I'm supposed to be doing, where I'm supposed to be going. So, but if it's something that's like there's not, not as much going on, like Borderlands 2 didn't, it's got a different look. It's like you jump in, it just seems to be easier to figure out for me. Bam, I know what I'm doing, I know where I'm going. It's it's just, it's easy to figure it out. Um, Even, um, what is it, Sleeping Dogs I'm playing. It's, It's pretty simple to figure out, but for some reason, Future Soldier, Battlefield 3, and even this uh, Modern Warfare, um, Warfighter, Modern Medal of Honor Warfighter, that was the first thing I got when I jumped into the beta today. It was just kind of like the way it looked. It had that weird look, um, almost like super realistic, and then, then all these things going on that I, it's like I just couldn't like quite figure out where I'm supposed to be going and, and stuff. So... I don't know. I think that's just age. You know, all you youngins out there can keep up better, but we'll see. Um, I'm going to go ahead and move on because for all you listeners out there, Rob had to run away to take care of tend to his child. So that's why he's not telling me that, yeah, you're old and you're blind and you can't see anything. So. Uh, I'm going to move on to a couple other articles that I've got. So right now it's a one-man podcast. Yay! Woohoo! We've gotten rid of the dead weight. Um, Trials Evolution, Origin of Pain, DLC. We missed this last week, and I, I'm surprised that I missed it. Um, but this actually came out last Friday. Uh, but the this was the first DLC pack for Trials Evolution. And this pack was only 400 Microsoft points, which that alone I think is, well, I, I think it's pretty, it's a good deal for a, a DLC pack. But then again, I guess it is DLC for an arcade, you know, but still it's only what? That's only five bucks. Uh, but it contains 36 brand new tracks made by Red Links themselves. And in addition, this DLC will also include a BMX bike mode alongside new skill games, which I love the skill games, um, new rider gear, and in-world objects. And if you like to build tracks, you're going to be happy to know that Origin of Pain adds 100 new editor objects for use in your level construction. Um, Trials Evolution was the, when, on, well, it, it, when it was released, it became the one of the fastest-selling Xbox Live games of all time. Um, I think Minecraft might have passed it out like the week after or something, but um, this game is awesome. It's a lot of fun. If you do like Trials Evolution, um, don't forget to pick up this DLC pack. Um, there looks like there's just a ton of stuff in there, and some of those new, I want to check out the new skill games, so I should probably turn my Xbox on now and download that stuff. So that takes care of that. I think I'm still all by myself, so I'm going to continue on. Hitman Absolution. I know there's several of you out there looking forward to Hitman Absolution. I myself have never played a Hitman game, but I'm looking forward to this one. This looks really, really good. And um, But I, I'm concerned because I'm not typically one to take the slow approach. I'm not one that, like, you know, stealth games kind of – I tend not to do a lot of those. Um, it just really kind of depends, but this game looks like it's going to be so much fun and so cool. And it looks fantastic, um, that I really want to check this out, but 
And this this story is right up my alley, being that I'm such a horrible gamer. Um, the new Hitman game is going to most likely have a difficulty level for me, because this game is going to have five difficulty levels. Um, there's one for the person who likes to shoot first, yeah, and sneak sometimes, that's me. There's one for the person who doesn't want to bend one blade of grass en route to murdering his virtual prey, and the three are for the rest of the world. So here's what each of these um, are, are um, what they do. So the easy, it's it's called enhanced easy mode. This is supreme training and a physique enhanced beyond ordinary human capacity means that your enemies are no match for you. By cunning or by brute force, you are unstoppable. Players can activate additional checkpoints. Um, instinct will regenerate. Your instinct will provide hints. And enemies will react more slowly than normal. Now on enhanced medium, you can rely on Agent 47's superior training and instinct. Remaining completely unnoticed can be a challenge, but you can always rely on your guns to get you out of trouble. Players can activate additional checkpoints. Your instinct does not regenerate. Your instinct will provide hints and normal enemy presence with normal reaction times. So that kind of sounds like your standard entry level. Uh, well, not entry level, but like if you play a lot of shooters and stuff, you probably want to, you know, probably want to do medium. I'll probably play easy. Um, then there's professional hard. You like a challenge and your enemies will provide you with just that. They will be more numerous and with faster reactions. Evading your enemies will be difficult and you must strike with flawless timing. Players can activate additional checkpoints. You, in, instinct, instinct depletes when used and does not regenerate. Oh, I'm sorry, instinct. That was a typo. Uh, your instinct depletes when used and does not regenerate. There are no instinct hints and additional enemies with improved reaction time. So there's going to be even more guys to fight. Then you move to professional expert. You fight for every inch of progress, often without firing a single bullet. You don't rely on any help and accept trying many times before reaching your target and perfection. So there's no player-activated checkpoints. Your instinct depletes when used and does not regenerate. There's no instinct hints and a maximum number of enemies with the fastest reaction time. And then lastly, there's the professional purist, which is probably not the level I'm going to play. But this is a challenge for a true perfectionist. You know every rule, every detail, and all environments by heart. Even then, you will die trying. There's no help, no guides, no interface, only a crosshair. Um, and you know there's going to be an achievement. In fact, I should look it up because there's probably an achievement for beating it on that level, and it's probably going to be pay out pretty good. Um, I would hope so. If you're going to spend the time to go through that game with just that... <laughs> They better they better um, pay you in, in, in achievement points. So, and welcome back, Mr. Rob. I'm back. He's back. You missed a lot of good stuff, so that's all I can say. Well, let's go over it again. Okay, let's see. Where was I? Trials <laughs> Evolution. No. Um, well, let me jump. Let me finish off with my Hitman. I'm I'm already on the Hitman application. Okay. This, 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 I was just saying that this final mode, basically, it's no help, no guides, no interface, or right. nothing. Um, all you get your crosshair to try to get you through the game. And uh, I was 
trying to look to see if they had a, an achievement list yet, but I don't, I don't see one up on the typical sites that usually have them listed. So, um, we'll have to check, but I'm sure there's going to probably be a pretty good achievement points for playing on that last level. That's going to be brutal. So. I might go through on the easy mode the very first time just for the fact that I've, I've never played a Hitman game um, and, and because I suck so bad at games. Um, but uh, medium, medium, uh, I may have just do medium. I should be able to play that, but we'll see. Five different difficulty levels, so that's kind of interesting, and I'm glad to see it because this could be a good opportunity for a lot of people to jump on to the Hitman franchise if they've never played before like myself because this game looks amazing (laughs) right right. so but that is it for that um rob did you ever download trials evolution did you ever pick up that game Uh, i played the demos oh okay well there was dlc out for that came out last week so right but uh i'll let you take it over okay sounds good all right now, uh, this next thing here is something that I've been pretty excited about for quite some time, because there's been some rumors of this, and what is he talking about? Well, I'm glad you asked, because I'm talking about uh, uh, Jordan Mechner, uh, who is the creator of all such things like uh, Prince of Persia. Uh, the precursor to that is Karateka, or Karateka, depending on how you want to say it, uh, which is, you know, it's kind of like a side-scrolling... Um, I don't know what you would call it, running, kicking, jumping game <laughs> <laughs> of sorts, you know, where Prince of Persia was set in an Arabian theme. Uh, Karateka was, you know, more of a karate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, Karateka is a game that I fondly remember back from the old uh, Commodore 64 days. Oh, man, I used to love this game. It was fantastic. So uh, there's been some rumors that it's going to be reimagined, redone, etc. Well, not only are they going to do it, but they've pretty much released uh, a date. Uh, it's going to be coming out this November. So, you know, what, probably about six weeks away from the time of this recording. Uh, we're going to have it. And they've got some uh, screenshots uh, that were released. Not really quite sure of... Uh, you know, what the game's going to be like, you know, looking at these screenshots, because, you know, it, it almost looks like one of those, um, you know, like Capcom versus whatever. Oh, yeah. You know, types of games. Yeah. You know, where it's just, you know, a straight-out, you know, fighting game. And, you know, I, even though Karateka was kind of like that, where you kind of, you know, you ran, you got to a spot, then... You know, you're karateing with some guy, you're fighting him, and then you you continue running. I, I just hope it's not made into a straight-out fighting game. That's all. But that's just my personal preference. Did you ever play this game, Wing? I remember the Back name, the but I don't know. It was nothing I ever played. Yeah. I think it was in my collection. <laughs> it was one of those that I had it and just... Yeah. So many other things, I never played it. <laughs> right. I hear you. So. I did play it, and it was awesome. So, you know, we'll see how the remake is. And 
I don't think that they've released an exact date, but we know that it's going to be out uh, this November. Cool. Yeah. Xbox Live Arcade? Um, or is it a retail? Do you know? I would be surprised if it was retail, but uh, I don't see anywhere where it mentions arcade. I would have to assume it would be. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking that it was yeah. going to be. I, I would... I'm pretty sure it would have to be. Okay. Okay. Um, I know you get a. I know that definitely yeah. that you have another arcade title. That this one surprised me. That I know you wanted to talk about. <laughs> I was just looking at your note. <laughs> I was. I've got too many windows open. I'm like, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Okay, uh, another quick thing that's coming out on uh, Xbox Live is there's uh, a bunch of Star Wars titles that are going to be coming out in the not-too-distant future, hopefully. Uh, one is a title that you know we've been hearing some uh, news since E3, and that was Star Wars 1313. Uh, another one that kind of leaked out here is going to be Star Wars First Assault. So... This is something that kind of uh, was leaked out from Xbox.com. We know that uh, the domain exists, the Star Wars First Assault uh, domain. Right now it directs over to StarWars.com. But uh, it looks like it's going to be a live game. Uh, We really don't have too many details, but it's going to be out sometime in the future. here. Star Wars, man, it's got to be good. For sure. Or we hope anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how how hard is it to screw up Star Wars? Oh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> uh, episode one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh boy. The remakes of uh, episodes Me- four through s- episode Me- four, where all of a sudden Greedo shot first. <laughs> Misa think episode one. <laughs> Misa think George Lucas can fly <laughs> off a short bridge because uh-huh. he ruined my childhood dream. <laughs> Jar Jar's Indian? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. <laughs> uh, just go with it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> That's uh, ac- You had a little bit of an accent shift. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. What is Jar Jar then? <laughs> Is, yeah. What is he? Is that Jamaican? <laughs> Misa think uh, you crazy. I don't know. <laughs> Jamaican me think we should go on to our next story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Where the lawyers start contacting us. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Ixney on the Star Wars A. <laughs> okay. So then... Uh, Another thing is uh, Xbox Music is going to be launched uh, this month with free ad-supported streaming. Now, this is the thing that used to be Zoom, pretty much, right? Yeah, it's getting rebranded as Xbox Music. Yeah. I'm really curious to see how, you know, because Windows 8 is going to be coming out in a couple weeks. I'm really curious to see if it's going to be basically the same service servicing both platforms or if it's going to be like separate branding on each no it's the xbox the zune is going to be gone 
Oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's exactly. Gone. Zune is gone. So I don't know if they're going to get rid of the Zune player um, or rebrand the Zune player, but the Zune the hardware device. No, the hardware devices they stopped making. Right, exactly. That's gone. But the the player, the software on your computer. Yes. I use Zune, and it's like yes. the Zune marketplace. So, oh yeah, that that could. Uh, let's hope they don't mess it up too much and mess up all our feeds. <laughs> yeah. That's something we probably need to look into here uh, when they do this. Yeah, very good point. But um, I don't Actually, know what they're going to do with the software because I don't. They're not even up. I don't think they're updating the software anymore. So we may have to. I may have to download a whole brand new software here when they do this Xbox Music. Actually, uh, I just looked it up here, and the Xbox Music service will be what powers. Uh, the music plans for the Windows 8, 360, and Windows Phone platforms. And they will do some kind of SkyDrive integration. So everything will be in, like, the cloud? I don't know if everything will be. Like, you can have your music in the cloud, and there's something... What was I looking at? Was that with this new phone I got? Um, You can have your music and... And, well, I think it was with Amazon. You can do everything in the cloud now. It's so, like you can yeah. listen to your music wherever you're at. So, like, yeah, you buy Google it. Music does that. Is that where? Yeah. So. Yeah, you can upload your entire selection to Google Music and then basically stream it to your phone. There you go. That's what I need to do. I got a few hours. <laughs> you just start it up on you know on your PC at home, and you know it'll finish in a couple weeks. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> You should just be able to say, here's what I have. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I always what, wondered you about know, those. About what? I always wondered about those services. You know, do they really keep individual songs? So, like, you know, let's say you rip, I don't know, um, you're, let's say you rip uh, a Steve Vai album. Okay? So you got all your MP3s now? And you send it up to Google. I mean, do they really keep copies of everybody's, or would it, the service just basically say, "Well, Mark's got that Steve Vai, you know, album with these three tracks. You know, here, you know, he here's a link to his account to this centralized repository, just right. so we don't need to have five billion copies of the same thing." Yeah, well, what you you could do to find out is put up a bad copy. You know, and then if well, then it would probably keep it unique. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah, Xbox Music going to be launched uh, approximately October 26th when uh, Windows 8 comes out. Ah, uh, I guess we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I, I really hope that they don't kind of bumble it. You know, you know, Microsoft has the money and they have like the smart people to do amazing things but you know they just sometimes make poor decisions and they just don't stick with things you know because like, like the zoom was an ex yeah the zoom was an excellent product yeah. and then it just went away well but, you, know, just, you can't it's hard to compete against the iphone and yeah. the the ipod and 
you know, it, that that was the problem there. They you just come in too late. But if you're going to come in late, you better you better come in with something that's just going to, you know, not do the same thing. It better do something and more. Right. And that's they just kind of came in with here's our player and not here's our player. Oh, and it does this and it does this and it does, you know. Uh, but we'll see what they do with the new service. And I like you know the idea of ad streaming. Because I actually had signed up for the Zoom service, you know, a Zoom pass. Mm-hmm. And I liked that I could listen to anything I wanted and that I could stream it through the Xbox and all that. But I didn't keep it long because I'm like, well, it's just I don't want to pay for another service. So if you right. can stream all this stuff for free and then just listen to ads, uh, that works because you get that type of stuff on the radio. Well, for sure. <laughs> you know, I, I would listen to this a lot more then and, and I wouldn't have to pay it. You know, but it yeah. probably, I, you know, and if I have the option to select anything I want, you know, like, oh, here's a brand new album by Steve Vai. Oh, let me hear it. And then I just have to hear an ad or two as I'm playing or even if it's in between. Hopefully it's not between every song, but, <laughs> yeah, you know, um, but if, if it, there's just a couple ads and I can still listen to anything, that's to me, that's fine. I would do that. Because yeah. you look at Pandora, I mean, it's successful, right? Yeah. So. And what I want to see from what I really want to see in the next Xbox is, you know, give me the ability to, well, I'd like to see it in this Xbox. I'd love to, I'd probably pay for a Zune or an Xbox Movies or whatever they're going to call it, a movie pass. Right. Um, And I actually saw that in the latest uh, OXM magazine. Someone had written in and said, you know, I would pay Microsoft to be a, a, a Xbox TV subscriber to where, you know, all the TV shows that are on the Zoom service right now, that if you could just watch whatever you wanted for a set subscription price, that they would pay. Um, and they said they would love to see the same thing for the movies as well. Right. You know, and it's like, well, that's kind of what your Amazon Prime and your Netflix, and they're not brand new movies, but why can't we get a service like that? And then what I really want to see is... Gamefly essentially coming, going digital, or Microsoft offering us digital downloads and rentals of games. Right. I, I really just don't see why they can't make that happen. Yeah. You know, it. So I, I really think that, and maybe they're going there. You know, but I, I really hope to see something like that. And the article that I read in OXM, they were saying that, you know, with the new music service, this could be a way for Microsoft to test that out and uh, see how it goes. With, so maybe we'll get, like, the TV and the, and the other stuff in the movies in the future if the music part goes well. Yep. So here's hoping, man. Here's hoping. Yeah. And, you know, they can only roll so much out that time because you know to make that stuff happen like the programming and you know pushing the bits and stuff like that that's the easy part dealing with companies is the brutal part. the licensing is the hard part that is the most awful part and that's what delays everything so you know um, you know all these companies like microsoft you know they probably have the talent you know, in programmers alone to just whip something up probably in a week, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. It and, can't be that hard. It really can't be that hard. Yeah. You know, they can whip up something so fast, but you know, the challenge is, you know, once the lawyers get involved and there's contracts and, you know, a billion companies, cause I heard that's one of the things that's holding up like, uh, the TV thing. Yeah. It's just, 
you know, getting everybody together. And so, everybody wants everybody wants the max amount of money they can get. You know, sure. and of course you can't do that when you got to share it and split it and everybody else is incurring costs and, you know, so that's, you know, they, they want, it's like, you know what, if you take a smaller chunk of the pie now, then you're probably going to end up with more of it later because you get these services out that people want, they're going to pay for them. And once those people have them, you know, they tell their friends and they tell their friends and other people get on board and, Next thing you know, you're making a lot more. Yeah. So, but greed doesn't allow you to think that way. Nope. <laughs> so once you involve the RIA, MPAA, yeah, you can't have my movie. AA, <laughs> AARP, AAA, <laughs> Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> so. It gets real tough. Yep. Okay. So. All right. So. We done with that one? Yes, sir. All right. Time for a happy story. Is war ever happy? I don't know. It must be because happy wars... When you win. <laughs> ...is coming to for everybody on Xbox Live Gold starting October 12th. So I, I've played this before because it's in the beta. Um, man, I, I for, for this being the first um, free-to-play game, I think this is a horrible way to start out. Uh, there's just nothing interesting about this game, if you ask me. But um, it's this quirky little fighting game, action arcade game. Um, but it's going to be free. But what basically it's going to be a microtransaction. So oh. that's how that's how they're going to make their money. So you can dress up your adorable little warrior by earning in-game currency. Um, and buying stuff with Microsoft points. So you're probably going to have like weapons and clothes and armor. And, you know, I'm sure eventually this will be like, you can buy siege weapons and I don't know, castles and crap. Upgrade your hobble. Yeah. You know, so that's how they're going to make their money. And I mean, free to play does very well on the PC world. So there's a lot of very successful titles out there, but I think this is just, I would have rather seen something a little bit more exciting than Happy Wars, um, but it's there. It's a free game, Yay. so um, that's coming out this coming week on October twelfth. So what's that? Uh, Friday. Friday. That's a weird day. So, but we are getting a free to play ga- uh, title. So Yay. that's kind so, of interesting. Yeah. So get it and start free to playing for the weekend. There you go. So, and get your money out. <laughs> There's it's nothing like, hey, free. <laughs> it's like, hey, Mark, you want to go out to the club this weekend? No, I'm playing free-to-play tonight. It's all about the happy wars. <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah. Come be happy with me. Yeah. So, all right. And the last thing I have is I wanted to give a shout-out, and this is going to make a fellow podcaster, Mr. BJ Swick 33 our good buddy Braun, very happy that we gave Ohio State a shout-out. But um, I posted this on our Facebook group. If you have not seen it, go and check it out. There's a video so cool. of the Ohio State marching band doing a halftime show, and it was a salute to video games. And the, it was so cool. I mean, I spotted Space Invaders, Halo, uh, Mario, and Pac-Man. Yep. yep. 
And what else? There was some other stuff that I actually didn't recognize. There was Zelda. Um, no, now it's escaping me here, but I know Zelda was one. That's the horse. Okay. And Halo then, was really long. <laughs> Halo was really cool. Man, that yeah. was really cool, though. Yeah. Um, and then I loved how they, at the very end of the show, they spelled out game over. Um, oh, it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it was really neat. If you haven't seen the video, check it out. It's, uh, what is it? About nine minutes long, I think. Yeah, it's something like that. About yeah. Nine, ten minutes long. It's a marching band, but it's really cool. It's really cool. And it's amazing when you think of, I think they said there's like 175 people or something in that marching band. For them to coordinate that entire nine, ten minute thing while playing instruments blows my mind how i i was sitting there thinking how long did they even take to try to figure this out i mean practicing this just had to be well first of all who even dreamed this up and who who can sit there and figure out what 175 people are each gonna where they're all walking oh another game tetris and not only not only did they do the tetris where they shaped out all these different pieces then the pieces all moved into place that was so cool, but it was like, you know, I was blown away by just the, the sheer thought of the, the length of time it had to take to get this figured out. Then for them to even, um, who thought this up? And A then genius. to try to choreography of all these individual people and where every single person was going from one moment to the next. I, there's no way I could have ever done something like that. In, in, impressive. Um, very impressive. I was sitting here like clapping. I was like, oh man, I was sitting here clapping at my computer like anybody can hear me clap. Um, it was amazing. Check it out. I think you guys will all really enjoy it. Um, very, very cool to see. The The link is um, on our Facebook page or just go to YouTube and do a search for Ohio State Marching Band Salutes Video Games. That's the title of it. So either way, that'll get you to it. Yeah, a couple more. I'm just flipping through there. A couple more is, well, it's got Mario, it's got uh, uh, oh, Mega Man, there's that star. That's not Kirby, is it? Kirby's Egg? I don't I don't know. Okay, I, I didn't Pikachu. Know. Yeah, I saw, oh yeah, Pikachu. And then you could hear the crowd went nuts when they, when they made the Pikachu face. Yeah. They just went crazy with that. And I was like, wow, a lot of Pikachu fans in Ohio. So, so, yeah, then there was the Halo. It was cool. It was just amazing, yeah. And there's a there's a Zelda thing in there that was so freaking cool with a horse. Yeah, that was really neat. They actually and, made the horse run. Yeah. <laughs> and then it kind of, like, reared up on its rear legs. Yep. Very, and, very, very cool. And there was a Mario Castle towards the end. Oh, that was cool. The flag. Yeah, did you see him? The Michigan State flag was up, and you heard everybody booing. And then, the, then like, Mario <laughs> and Luigi come out, and the flag drops, and then the Ohio State flag appears on top of the castle. I was just like, oh, yeah, was, yeah. it was just so neat. It was just like, that was really cool. It, it was just really amazing. Um, oh, yeah. So. It's uh, you got if you got to check it out. You got to check it out. It's so awesome. That's that's your homework for the week, kids. You got to go check out that video. Um, whether you like Ohio State or you, you know, if you don't like Ohio State and you don't like marching bands, that's fine. 
go check it out anyways because you like video games. Otherwise, then, you wouldn't be listening. <laughs> and then you have to write a 500-word uh, term paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, no, because then they're going to send it to us to grade them. So, no, no paper due. <laughs> I don't have time to grade them. <laughs> so. Well, all of our listeners would get A's anyway. Exactly. They're our favorites. Because they're amazing. Because they're yes. smart people. <laughs> yes. They're brainiacs. So, yeah. all right. I think that's okay. it for our topics. For our topics, now it's community topic time. And if you would like to be a part of community topics, um, join our Facebook group. Um, uh, and uh, just do a search for the Sexbox Life on Facebook and ask to join our group, and we'll we'll happily say yes. Um, and then we'll post in there. I'm trying to post every week. What do you want us to talk about? And um, I was a little late this week, but we had quite a few responses still. So um, the, I'll let you take the first one there, Rob, and we'll get us started. Okay. Uh, the first one here is from Chris. Uh, it's regards to Avengers 2. So who do we think will play Captain Marvel? Mm. Did, you, did you see the first Avengers? The first Avengers? The one yeah. that just came out? Uh, it was out, what, beginning of this year? Or? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I think it was the beginning of this year. Yeah, that was awesome movie, dude. Oh, fantastic. It, it it had it all. I was really, I really enjoyed it, and I'm definitely looking forward to seeing the next one. Oh yeah. But I'm not a video game, or I'm not a, I'm not a comic book superhero expert at all. I mean, I don't, you know, I, I watch these movies, and that's that's where I've really seen. And that was my introduction to all these people. I never was read into comic books as a kid. Um, so I have no idea who Captain Marvel is, but I was kind of surprised when I went looking because <laughs> I was expecting, oh, okay, so which actor is going to be playing Captain Marvel? And I found out that it's potentially going to be two different actresses yeah. uh, that are up for us like actresses. So I guess Captain Marvel is a female, <laughs> unlike Captain America. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. Do you know anything about Captain Marvel? No. I, I was also surprised by that. <laughs> so who who's going to play? Do you know? So word has it that uh, there's two actresses uh, that are up for it. One is uh, Emily Blunt, uh, which was in the Looper movie, and then uh, Ruth Wilson, which I'm not really sure... She was, I've heard of the first one. She was in Luther. Luther? I haven't even heard of that. No, I haven't either. But I want to see Looper. That looks yeah, like me a too. movie. <laughs> you know, did that come out? Because I think it's... It's in the theaters now, yeah. It oh, it came is? Out okay, recently. This week or last week, I believe. Yeah. I know it's out because I saw people Facebooking that they went and saw it and said it was good. So... Because that was one that I was looking forward to. There was a couple movies I was looking forward to. Looper and Avengers. Was one of, those were two of them this year. So, But Avengers 2. Um, if you look on IGN, I don't know. They're both pretty hot looking. Yeah. 
So I'd be fine. I'd be fine with either one. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that's kind. Of, I'm. I don't know when the movie's coming out. But uh, oh, I was gonna look up. Uh, I uh, IMDb right? Yeah, because I did look up there initially. They don't have anything listed for that role right. in the credits, but they have everything else rumored for who's going to be in there. Oops. And some ad just kicked off. I love how there's like an ad that plays, but you can't see it. Yeah. It's just noise. Yeah, because so, this movie's due out to be released in 2015. So it's still quite a ways off. Yeah, so we have, um, I see, we had Thor from the, he was in the last one. Black Widow is supposed to be Scarlett Johansson. That's right. Um, Hawkeye is Jeremy Renner. Thor is Chris Hemsworth. Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr., obviously. Of course. Captain America is Chris Evans. Yep. Uh, Maria Hill. Is Kobe Smalters? I'm not sure who Maria Hill is. Bruce she's Banner. She's the one. She's the one from uh, How I Met Your Mother. No, but I don't know the character of Maria Hill. She was. Uh, um, oh, what's that organization? Oh, I have a little brain something here. Uh, she's part. a she's a fictional character in the Marvel universe. What's the organization? Shield. Not- Shield. Shield. So she is the Shield Former. agent that's working with uh, Nick Fury. Fury, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Nick Fury is being played by Samuel L. Jackson. Yep. Uh, Mark Ruffalo is playing Bruce Banner, also known as the Hulk. Um, which the third Hulk? Yeah, the third Hulk. I, you know what? That He's first, okay. the first Hulk, he did fine. The first yeah. Hulk movie, though, um, I, I the movie stunk. But I still think that that guy, and I can, I can see him, um, and I'm drawing a blank. I can't think of his name. He also played in Black Hawk Down. Um, oh, you mean there was somebody in there other than Jennifer Connelly? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm looking up the I'm looking up the cast right now. Um, because I cannot, I really like the guy. Oh, um, Eric Banya. Yeah. Um, I really think he. I think he did a great job. I like that guy as an actor. That. I, I, I mean, I just like the guy. I think he was awesome. I think he's a really good actor. Uh, he is happened. He's just one of my favorites. But I, I've liked him ever since uh, Black Hawk Down. Uh, that, that was he played such an awesome character in that in that uh, movie. But I thought he did really good. And then they replaced him with another guy for the second Hulk movie. And now they're on to a third guy for. The, the Avengers, but it looks like they're going to stick with him. <laughs> yeah. Well, the second one was pretty good. It was uh, Edward Norton. Oh, the that's right. From I, like Ed, I like Edward Norton. Ooh, I don't like that movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's horrible movie. Um, I mean, it, it's, it, the, it's, the movie's great. It's just that the character, the story, the the content, yeah, oh, yeah. horrible. But um, he is a great actor too. I do like him. So yeah, I don't. I mean, they've had great actors. I don't know why they keep switching the Hulk actor around. But Mark Ruffalo is a good actor too. So and yeah. then we're getting the Falcon, um, also known as Sam Wilson, played by Anthony Mackie, is rumored to also be um, in Avengers too. So. 
So we'll see. That's only thing. That's what I, IMDB, the International Movie Database. That's what they're saying. And then the I, what? the International Movie Database. Isn't it Internet? Internet Movie Date, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. You what can you call mean? it the Internet Channel. Is it the Internet? I guess I, I always thought it. it was International Movie Data because it's I think worldwide. it's inter- Fine. Whatever. You're still new to the internet. It, it doesn't okay. say anywhere on here the true name of the. <laughs> I'm look it up, up on. Look it up on Wikipedia. I'm looking on their page. I'm looking for the about <laughs> us or the helper. I don't know. It doesn't matter, man. You know what I meant. Just go on to the next one while I cry quietly to myself. Yeah, I found it. Internet Movie Database. <laughs> IMDb. Shush. <laughs> that's, that's straight from Wikipedia. They don't lie. Yeah, they don't ever lie. Ever. So Chris had other questions. Yes. Uh, more Borderlands 2 and what kind of DLC would you like to play? Um, I think any. Any, yeah. Uh, um, I, I any want... and all. You know, I didn't care that much for the Secret Island of Dr. Ned or Dr. Zed, um, that Halloween-themed DLC they put out. It was supposed to be out on, in October originally, I know, and they, it released like in November, uh, got delayed. But even so, it just it was okay, you know, but I, I don't want another Mad Moxie. Um, I did enjoy... Unless they did it more of where you could take a break, pause, stop, and come back and load up from the same level that you left off on. Um, I did not mind Moxie. I did kind of enjoy it. But if they do something like that again, I want uh, – if they do arenas, they need to give us the XP um, in the arenas, um, which you didn't get in Mad Moxie. But I personally enjoyed the most the Secret Armory of General Knox and Claptrap's Robot Revolution. Those two were the best. I would rather see story-based, several-hour, give me some more, you know, DLC like that. Um, that's what I would prefer instead of kind of a smaller Island of Dr. Zed type of thing. So I don't necessarily looking forward that much for new characters. I know we're getting more characters. Uh, Mechromancer is next, but I have read that Randy Pitchford has stated there's going to be more characters still to come, playable characters. Um, also, good news, they have stated, Gearbox has stated, that there will be more Tiny Tina in future DLC, which is awesome! She's, she's my How do you feel about favorite. that? I love it, man. I'm excited. Bring it on. Bring and if, it. And you know, and if they don't, if, if, all I can say, here's to Gearbox. Give me some more Tiny Tina DLC or I'll punch you in the butt. That's how Tiny Tina roll. That's how Tiny Mark roll. <laughs> if they don't give me more Tiny Tina, I'm going to punch him in the butt. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the butt talks. In the butt talks. So, um, but we got, yeah, there, I, anything they're going to give me, I'm going to play it, so. Oh, yeah. Do you have anything like that that you'd like to see specifically? I'm I'm cool with anything. See, I'm cool with anything. I mean, I already bought it, <laughs> so I, I could say something else that I would like to see. 
but if I set it, it would kind of go into the spoiler category. So, all right. Um, if you've seen the very end of the game, the very, very end, then that's where I want the DLC to take place. I would like to see some DLC based on what you see at the very end of the game. That's all I'm going to say. So, because I don't want to spoil anything. So, right. Oh. And, and his last question was, of course, we already talked about Cliff Blazinski leaving Epic Games, but he wants to know, what do we think this means for Gears of War? And I think we kind of answered that already. Um, I don't think it's going to hurt it. So, right. I don't know if you had any further thoughts on that, Rob. Nope. Cool. All right. Okay, uh, then uh, we've got a thing here from Jeff. He wants our thoughts on Medal of Honor Warfighter. So we kind of touched on that stuff earlier in the show. Yep. Do you have anything else to add? Uh, no. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but, Jeff, I appreciate the read, uh, you know, and I appreciate your call. It's not like we're ignoring you. We actually, I went back and put that in as a topic and covered that and actually made sure I played the beta before we recorded because of your question. So we had that conversation. So it wasn't like we're skipping over your question. All the previous talk was because you asked the question in the community. We just uh, we just threw it in earlier because it was in what we played and we were talking about more info on the beta. So so thank you for that question. I appreciate it. Okay. Um, Stuart. Sure. Stuart asks us. He wants to know about upcoming Ghost Recon DLC and also. Anything related to Assassin's Creed. So, Assassin's Creed 3. So, for Ghost Recon Future Soldier, um, Kyber Strike DLC has been announced. And this is, uh, this new DLC will feature a new adversarial game type called Takeover. We will have three new multiplayer maps, a new guerrilla mode, co-op map, new achievements, and an increased level cap, which I think I think Stuart's going to be very happy about that because I think he's maxed out his level a long time ago. Um, this uh, this will be available this coming Tuesday on October 9th on Xbox 360 for 800 Microsoft points. Um, the new adversarial game type called Takeover. This is similar to classic team deathmatch. You score points for your team by eliminate, eliminating enemies. Tip the scales by taking control of the enemy's objective and earned a and earn a score multiplier to your team. Defend your team's objective to prevent the enemy from gaining the same advantage. Choose to split your team to defend and attack at the same time or move as a group and overwhelm your enemy. When the mission ends, the team with highest score wins. So that kind of gives you an idea what the new game type is going to be like. Uh, there's new maps. One's called Switchback. Uh, this says, if you step off the main road leading down into the city and into the maze of ancient buildings and narrow alleys, the twists and turns of the alleyways turn every corner into a close quarters death trap. Um, palace, it says there's no time for reflection, even in this magnificent relic. What once was a museum dedicated to showing the glories of the past is now a battlefield with massive courtyard at the heart of its contested ground. And then Transit is a Moscow metro station, uh, makes for close quarters and close-range combat. Trains pulling into and out of the station add to the danger as ghosts and Bodark slug it out underground. 
And then a new guerrilla mode map is called Village. It's a peaceful country village, finds itself transferred into a battleground, as fighting rages around its central bus station. Long alleyways that run between war-damaged buildings make a perfect hunting ground for snipers, and a shootout near the town's gas station could turn explosive. You can play the village map alone, split-screen, on the LAN, or over the internet with your friends. Um, and it's going to, this DLC will give you, I mentioned, a level cap increase of 10, so it's going to increase the level cap by an additional 10. So, with new achievements. So that's coming out next week. So I'm sure that Stuart will be all over that. I know he's a huge uh, uh, Future Soldier fan. But he's also a big fan of Assassin's Creed 3. Sure. And I think, in fact, he's he's gotten all achievements in all the Assassin's Creed games. And I'll tell you what, that's work. That is a lot of work. Um, congratulations, man. Um, and I know he's looking forward to Assassin's Creed 3. And what I wanted to share with you is the information about the Assassin's Creed 3 Season Pass. The Season Pass will give you access to all five upcoming downloadable content packs, which are slated for release within six months after launch. Wow. Assassin's Creed 3 downloadable content will feature an all-new single-player campaign told through three episodic content packs in which players will experience an alternate history of the American Revolution dubbed the Tyranny of King Washington. As the revolution comes to a close, a new and most unexpected enemy emerges – Driven by the desire to secure the fate of the colonies, the revolution's greatest hero, George Washington, succumbs to the temptation of infinite power. A new king is born. In addition to this all-new single-player experience, the Assassin's Creed 3 downloadable content will feature new maps and characters for an even more expansive multiplayer experience, as well as other single-player missions. The Season Pass will be available for purchase for 2,400 Microsoft points on Xbox Live, um, and it can be, of course, pre-ordered at uh, your stores where you buy the game. So that's so 2000s, though. What the season to go pass? To a store. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's so old school. So the season pass, Rob. You know, someone made a comment the other day yeah. to me that seems like the season pass is becoming the standard. Yeah, it is. And so now our games have really kind of gone from $60 to $90. Yep. <laughs> I was just thinking about that while you were reading. And and it's hard because as hard as the winter months are, when there's so many great games coming out, now if you add on, you have to buy a season pass for everything, uh, you know, you may not be able to buy all your games. If you really love something like Assassin's Creed, like I like the games, but I didn't buy, I probably won't get the season pass for it. Um, I didn't buy all the DLC for, I think the last game, Liberation. No, not Liberation. Revelations. I think Liberation was the PlayStation game or the PSP. I think that was that. But, um, I didn't play all like the DLC for Revelations. Um, and I played some of the multiplayer and it is fun. Uh, I do like it. It's very different, but, uh, it's hard if you don't play and get like 
it's kind of stacked against you. It's one of those that you rank up and get all this great stuff so that anybody new coming in just doesn't have a chance. So that's why I don't really get into that multiplayer. You don't have a shot um, unless you're playing from day one. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's tough with these season passes. Um, you got to really kind of consider that you're paying half the price of the game yet again on top of it. Yeah, and, you know, especially for those games that come out with, you know, the limited editions and, and whatnot – you know, I can't imagine, you know, dropping, you know, let's say 120 bucks on a limited edition for a game and then dropping another 30 plus, you know, just to get additional content. Well, I, I mean, think, I think a lot of those, don't they usually, well, I don't know. I think sometimes they give you some of that content. I don't think, but yeah, you'd still, if you want it all, you're going to have to pay more money. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's tough, man. It's, it's a tough time for gamers. It's just, getting very expensive and you know in the board game world there's a little bit of debate because there's a lot of expansions coming out for board games even which are you know similar i guess to dlc and and whatnot and there's a lot of discussion going on of how you know you have the base game released and then you have an expansion that's followed up immediately okay well why wasn't it in the original game anyway? Was it not good enough to make the original game? You know, so, it, you know, with these, you know, with this DLC, you know, just because they come out with it doesn't mean it's actually any good. Yeah. So, you know, they could essentially be, you know, just fleecing people a little bit. But, you know, for the most part, I think most DLC has been decent so far. I think so. I think the season passes have been good. I think the only one that I might question is um, the Forza DLC. Right. Um, because I know a lot of theirs was just car packs, which is what you want in a racing game. But for me, it's almost like, like for me, it's like, well, I'd rather play on new tracks and I'd rather. Exactly. You know, like, it's uh, like Paradise so, Island, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For Burnout Paradise. Is that what you're talking about? Was it called Paradise Island? Was that the DLC? What was that? Because they had that island add-on. Yeah, I mean, it's like you added on, and you had cars, and you had a whole new area which tacked on to that, which was really cool. That's awesome. Um, But, you know, and they had, like, they had several different things. I never got to play all the modes of that. I never got, like, the cops and robbers and stuff. But, man, Burnout Paradise, that was, man, that was a lot of fun. Um, That was a long time ago. (laughs) But it's like all the others, I think, like, Gears of War has done, I've done, I've bought those, it's been excellent DLC. The I bought the DLC or the season pass for Metal uh, Modern Warfare 3, and there was a ton of content for the money. It was well worth it. Um, I still haven't even played on played on all those maps. Um, so, but the good thing is, is like you know, for the next Modern Warfare Black Ops, I, I probably won't. I won't buy the season pass. Um, Assassin's Creed 3, I won't. I, I'm, I'm learning to be a little bit more selective in what I buy the season pass in. Um, I did for Borderlands 2, without a doubt. Um, so things like that, that I know I'm going to buy all the stuff, you know, I, I will. But uh, others, I've got to, it's really got to make you think, and you got to really kind of plan. Um, because if you spend that extra $30... Six months down the road, are you still going to be playing that game? Because there's going to be the new hotness out six months from now, and you may not get back to it. 
you know. I mean, how many of us have a, a game backlog, you know? Right. We're sitting on a past library of stuff we haven't gotten around to. So, and then the DLC, it's like you may pay for it, never play it. <laughs> so yeah. that's that's the hard part about deciding if you're going to buy it. Or that's that just adds to it, you know. So, hard stuff. Yeah. But I'm glad you brought up board games. I think this next one's right up your alley. Well, it's not a board game. It's a card game. Still, it's not a video game. <laughs> yeah. So Kyle writes in uh, saying that we should all take a break from video games and play Cards Against Humanity. Have you heard of this one, Wayne? I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's uh, it's been making some buzz lately. I mean, people are all crazy about it. Uh, I haven't followed it too much because uh, it's, uh, it's a little bit of a party game, and I, I'm not a... I, I can't say I'm not a huge fan of them because I usually enjoy myself when I play them. <laughs> but you kind of have to, like, really push me to play them. But uh, it's uh, it's an interesting game. It's kind of hard to get at the moment because they seem to sell out immediately. Uh, basically what the game is is you get uh, some cards, and it's... Um, hmm. I don't really know how to describe it. It's like you get a black card and a white card. So a black card gets played, and it'll have something. Like here, I'm, I'm looking at their site right now. It says, uh, well, I can't read this one. <laughs> it's a family show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says it's a free party game for horrible yeah. people. So here's another one. It goes, what ended my last relationship? So you have to play, like, your funniest white card. Like, some that go by are, like, the folly of man. Uh, that went by too fast. A disappointing birthday party. Oompa Loompas. So you just gotta Whoa. like play the funniest cards. Some of these you can't, yeah. Some of these are very vulgar. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoa, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> no, won't be playing that in my house. <laughs> wow, you. I can't believe what I just saw on their thing. Yeah, they call it the party game for horrible people. Yeah, okay. So does that mean Kyle's a horrible person? Oh, heck no. <laughs> I didn't think so. And this isn't our Kyle. This is a different Kyle. Yes, yes. But still. <laughs> so Why do you mean our Kyle? He's not even our Kyle anymore. He's he's, he's not part of us anymore. <laughs> I don't even I don't ever talk to that guy anymore. But um, it's not our Kyle that we know so well and love. Um, but no, I don't think this Kyle is a horrible person. But no, no. I mean, people love this game. I mean, they love it. I mean, it just sells out like crazy. Uh, it's pretty inexpensive. It's only around, I think, $25, and you can find it on Amazon. Free or make your own, too. Yeah, you can print them out. Uh, I think they just give you the PDFs, and you have to, you know, put them in sleeves. You know, print it out, cut it out, put it in sleeves. Uh, it's not too hard to do so for 10 bucks and if you have some old magic cards or something and some sleeves you can probably make this pretty easy but uh yeah people love this thing in fact um there's some uh like i don't i don't know if i should call movie stars like will wheaton for example like at autograph signings he'll sometimes write out cards and give them to people so it's 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 kind of neat but uh cards against humanity i I guess you got to try it (laughs) I can't can't try it. (laughs) My wife would shoot me. (laughs) Just don't play with her. 
it's sort of like Jeopardy, kind of. Oh no, it's not. <laughs> not what I some I've never seen those types of things on Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyways, yeah. check it out at Cards Against Humanity. Is it CardsAgainstHumanity.com? CardsAgainstHumanity.com. Yes. Okay. The card game, the party game for horrible people. Um, which is nobody in our community. Um, and then Al writes in, he's the last one for this week. He wanted to us talk about Halo Forward Unto Dawn. Um, Sony suing Kevin Butler and Happy Wars coming out. So we've talked about Happy Wars already. Um, so we've already covered that one. And Rob, did you, did you watch Halo Forward Unto Dawn? Yes, I did. Cool. So did I. Um, this was, it was about 20 minutes long, I think, and you can yes, watch it on Xbox Live on the dashboard, or you can go to YouTube. It's on, it's out there. Yep. Uh, it's a Machinima. I, I hope I'm saying that right. Machinima, a production. Machinima. 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 Machinima? <laughs> I don't know. Machinima. <laughs> one, one of, one of the above. <laughs> it's a Machinima, Machinima, whatever, uh, release. It's, you know, I know that term, like has a, a, a name or it means something, but there's also like a brand, if you will, of, of videos on on YouTube that that's their brand name, if you will, Machinima or whatever. So, anyways, they made I guess they made this, but it's kind of a it's a live action Halo, and it's interesting. I I kind of I thought it was kind of cool because yeah. With the exception of their, like, uniforms, if you will, at first, I, when I, I was trying to figure out what was going on when it first started, and I'm like, oh, these guys are, like, using, like, paintball, and I'm like, look at these pathetic, like, that's supposed to be, a like, a Master Chief uniform. That's what I was thinking, and I'm like, this looks horrible. And you're and like, I, oh, no, another Terra Nova. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, then I realize, oh, no, they're cadets, and they're just, like, in training, so I... But they got like the real Halo rifles, you know, which those looked really cool. I thought that was pretty neat. Um, but I, I, I thought their uniforms were kind of lacking. It looked kind of – that made it kind of have like a poor B-movie look, which obviously it is anyways. it's. But it, it, I thought everybody did really good. The the Kind of the story of, you know, for what you're seeing about this young recruit who's having a problem – um, he doesn't want to, I don't think he wants to be where he's at. Doesn't seem like he wants to be there. Um, his brother is obviously in the military and he's part of ODST and he's real proud and he's a go-getter. And, yeah. uh, this kid's mom is, what is she, a colonel or? She's like, I think she's pretty high up. Yeah, I think, I think they said colonel. Uh, but he never sees her and, you know, I think he's more of like, it seems like he's more of like a pacifist. Like he doesn't okay, well, want to. It sounded like he was like upset that she was never around. Like she spent too much time in the military. Yeah, but he doesn't. It's like she was. He was talking to that one girl about, you know, I I don't know, you know, about why do you hate him? Why do you hate the terrorist type of thing? And it was weird because it wasn't like they were talking about like people, like they're fighting like people, mm-hmm. like in a regular war, not like the Covenant. Right. So, you know, I, I I'm not sure. I don't know all the backstory of what this is, so I just turned it on and watched it because I know we had this question. 
So I don't know what the backstory is. I don't know what the four story is. I don't, I, I'm assuming this is like a preemptive going into um, the next Halo game. Did, did you watch the trailer? Because there was like a three-minute trailer for this as well. No, I did not see a trailer. I saw like I what's coming that next. Out. You talking about what comes next in the next episode? No, no. There's a separate three-minute trailer for uh, for this whole little series. Oh, okay. It's, so, well, I don't want to give it away. Just, Just go watch ahead. It. You can no, you <laughs> can go ahead and give it away. We had the okay. question. I'd rather make sure we answer it. I'll watch it after we're done yeah. recording. I mean, basically, the gist that I got from this whole series is that, you know, there's these cadets, you know, they're going through training, et cetera, and then the invasion comes. So they're fighting terrorists now, and I think the terrorists are going to (laughs) be the lesser of their problems coming up soon. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah, because... you know, there there was uh, some shots of a guy in like the full on armor. Okay, I will have to watch that. Then that that to me makes that makes more sense. Yeah, um, I was trying to figure out how this played in, but I, I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was really neat. It was interesting. Um, I liked it a lot better than the uh, live action Ghost Recon Future Soldier videos that they were doing. Um, even though those were done real well. Um, I, I thought this was done really well, and I really liked it. So I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of it. I should have looked on Halo Waypoint. It's probably available on there. Um, and I yeah, don't there's know. There's a lot of videos. Like if you go on YouTube and you look this up, I mean, there's a ton of little videos. A couple minutes long. Okay. I'll have to, uh, yeah, I'll have to look into, I'm wondering when the next episode comes out. That's kind of my question. Every Friday, it looks like. Oh, okay. Well, at least that's, I, I thought it said, uh, released on Fridays. So then, okay. Whether it's every, I'm not sure, but it'll, it's released on Fridays. Well, well, I'll definitely have to watch the next one. Okay. Uh, oh, here's an article, Halo 4, Forward and Dawn Community Reviews Part 2. Oh, community reviews. Oh, okay. It's just uh, Twitter announcements. That's all it is. Never mind. So if I find something, yeah, Fridays, that sounds good. We'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> oh, is that uh, what's next? Oh, Sony. S- Sony. <laughs> I didn't understand this. I mean... You know, I get it. I see it because I remember seeing this commercial. Right. And yeah. I saw it and I was like, dude. Wait, did you mention what this is? Oh, oh, okay. Probably a good point. Sony yeah. has sued um, the actor who play who portrays Kevin Butler in the Sony PlayStation ad. So, you know, Kevin Butler's he's that you know, dude that's like Mr. PlayStation, okay? Yeah, so everybody knows who Kevin Butler is. Well, Sony is suing that actor and Bridgestone because that actor was in a Bridgestone commercial, and they were doing some kind of gaming promotion. I didn't, under, I don't know how that related to tires, but um, and they showed at the very end of it, they showed the actor who plays Kevin Butler playing on a Nintendo Wii or a Wii U. I, it was a Nintendo. I don't know if it was a Wii or a Wii U. 
Um, but they were playing on a Nintendo console. Right. So Sony is suing both companies because of that. Um, now, I don't know if if the actor, and I can't remember his name. I don't. I thought I had a link here to the story, and I don't. Um, but I don't know if the actor has any... Jerry Lambert. Jerry Lambert, thanks. I don't know if he has any contract obligations stating that he's not allowed to sell or portray be seeing as playing any other video games or anything. But the thing is, is that I, I have, I have a problem with it myself because it, you took an actor. He's an actor. He has the right to act, you know? And I think that, that he should be able to get, do a job, um, doing some other, you know, an, uh, an ad for another company. You know, he's not yeah. doing like the same thing. It was just him as a Bridgestone employee playing a video game. That's all it was. You know, but they're saying, no, this is hurting the Sony brand and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, you know what? Maybe that's your fault for building this character from an actor. You know, maybe, yeah, maybe you should have used some in-house guy. <laughs> you know? That's his job. Yeah, because it looks here like there were two marketing camp- marketing campaigns that he was part of. So the first one, which is uh, the one that I remember, uh, called It Only Does Everything. Uh, that one was from 09 to 11. So that one ended last year. And then there's a current one that started last year and is still ongoing called Long Live Play. So if he's still tied to them in that marketing campaign, I could see them kind of getting all stirred up about that. You know, it's just like if a guy, you know, is playing, you know, Ronald McDonald or something like that, and then he goes like in a Taco Bell commercial, you know. But he's an actor. Yeah. See, that, that's oh, yeah, I see, it's, I see what you're like saying. It's not like he's saying he's Kevin Butler in this Bridgestone ad. He is an actor. To me, it, it kind of goes, you know, I, I get like, now the thing is it really depends on his contract. If, if he has, if it's in his contract, then he, he shouldn't have done it. Because I know like athletes who endorse Pepsi, okay, you, you, you'll never see him with a Coke in their hand. You know, like, you know, after a big game, if someone were to hand him a Coke and they're on TV with that, they can be sued. You know, it's just stupid stuff. But it, it's like, you know, but they're getting paid millions and millions of dollars to endorse a product. Um, but if otherwise, if, if he's not, if it's not there, then I'm, they, they're not going to have a, a legal ground to stand on. And it kind of, the way I look at it is, okay, Rob, you do phones and you do Cisco phones, right? Yes. So that would be like you going and saying, you know what, I'm going to leave this company. I'm going to go over here and work for this other company doing VoIP phone installs. Oh, but they don't, they don't do Cisco phones. They do something else. And your previous company's trying to sue you or saying you can't do that. It's your well, job. You are. I, a, I could actually see my previous say, employer doing that. Well, <laughs> yes. And I, I had a previous one who stated that, that you couldn't do it for like two years. Yeah. You actually, it's the same a, one, so, isn't it? Uh, no, it's not. Okay. My, my last employer I had. 
um, they 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 said because I was a consultant, and they said you couldn't do any kind of consulting work in this particular field of what you're doing within 50 miles of the company <laughs> of your house <laughs> if if you left. Yeah, I'm like that will never stand up in court. Nope. You know because that's your job, and to me that's the thing. He's just an actor. It, yeah. it, it, in it, in it, it, to me, it just seems like, I mean, it was interesting because for me, who's into the video games, as soon as I saw him, I was like, I thought it was funny. Hey, Kevin Butler is playing a Wii. You know, I, that was the immediate thing I thought, you know, yeah. but he's just an actor. It's not, it, you know, but Sony's going after him saying that it's creating confusion and causing damage to Sony brand. And, and I'm like, he's an actor. Yep. It, it's like, you know, that'd be like saying Robert Downey Jr. Was it Robert Downey? Is that, yeah, Rob, yes, Robert right. Downey Jr. plays Iron Man. That's like saying, well, he can't be in the next Aliens movie as, uh, or he couldn't play as Master Chief in the Halo movie because it would cause confusion because he is Iron Man. Right? Do you yep. see that? That's I guess that's a better way because then Marvel it'd be like Robert Downey Jr. trying to go and play another character in another movie, and then and then Marvel suing him saying that that's causing confusion and causing damage to the Marvel brand, as you're playing some other superhero, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But it, it he's an actor. He's playing a character, and that so I think Sony really is in the wrong here. Um. And I just, I don't, I think they're making a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah. But. That's one way to get publicity. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't kind know. Kind of an awful way, but. Yeah, and, and again, if, if he, it's in his contract, if they paid him and he agreed to not do something, but it's hard because it was just a promotion for Bridgestone. But did they, you know, whether now, whether Bridgestone purposely got him because this guy is so recognized for the video game world, you know, that, I, you know, that's, there could be some underhanded dealings and stuff, but if it's not in his contract that he can't, you know, do something like that or do his job, and even if it is, it depends on how it's worded, I think it, it, they really may not have grounds to stand on there. Yeah. So. That's like saying you can never go to work. You can never do your job unless you do it only for us. Yeah, I just looked through his uh, Wikipedia entry real quick because that seems to be what I'm doing this episode. <laughs> Is uh, and, and I mean you're everything. You're the co- uh, the collar guy. Yeah, <laughs> the collar collar color commentary. <laughs> yeah, that was for Bron's sake. Yeah, collar. So I mean, it looks like everything that he does is all video game related. I mean. Really? I was kind of wondering if he made like TV appearances or something like that, you know. But it's it's like all like video game. I mean, it was interesting. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Okay. Okay. So enough of that. <laughs> I think that. Sorry, Jerry. Good <laughs> luck. So that wraps up our community. Um, again, if you want to, you know, submit something, uh, post in our in our Facebook group every week. Um, I'm trying to get it out there. If you don't see me post something, what do you want to talk about this week? Then say you just create the topic. You can create a topic. What what should they talk about in episode, whatever, whatever our next episode is, and 
So I, I need to start doing that myself, saying, what do you want to talk, what do you want to talk about in episode whatever, instead of what's the topic for the week? Because otherwise, you know, it'll just be easier if I say the episode number, so I'll do that going forward. Um, but yeah, post out there at our Facebook group. Okay. Um, so we got some releases this week, right, Rob? Couple two, two three. Couple two three. Yeah, it's actually a, a decent selection of stuff this week. Oh, uh, I know you're over this first one. Oh yeah. <laughs> so here, <laughs> since I'm so excited about it, I'll, I'll read it off. So we have Just Dance Four out for forty dollars. That's 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 enough about that one. <laughs> You don't know. You know Next. you're gonna get it. Next, Next, you're just gonna pass this off like no one's interested. You know everybody wants this. This is gonna be the title <laughs> of the week, dude. All right. Not. Well, if you've got some money and you want, you want, you got more than forty bucks, you might want to spend fifty dollars on the all new Harry Potter for Connect video game that is exclusively on Connect for Xbox 360. Yeah. Um. I don't know if we really need to go into all that. I mean, we could, you know, I guess maybe that'd be a good question for the community. You know, do you guys really want us to read off the, the, the canned no. features and, no. and, 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 and marketing PR spin that these companies put in here? I mean, if that's what you want, we can read it. But to me, it's fluff. And yes. I'd rather just say, here's what's coming out. Here, how much, you know, here's what's coming next week, retail. Here's what it costs you. Yeah. I, I think that's better than wasting everybody's time, but. You can let us know. So, because I, I would think that the majority of people out there don't read this stuff themselves, so they don't want us to read it. But that's just me. Yeah, <laughs> they like <laughs> us too much to force us to go down. You know, in fact, I don't read this stuff, so Mark, I don't want to hear you read it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're not going to read it. There, it's settled. <laughs> All right, what's the next one there, Rob? Okay, we've got Dishonored. Dishonored's coming out this uh, weekend. It's coming in at the usual $60 price tag. And this is going to be one. I need to look at some videos and trailers because I keep hearing about this game. See, I haven't heard anything about it. Uh, this is one I've heard from several people that I know people that are buying this. They've already had a pre-order. They're really looking forward to it. I've been told to check it out. I need to, I need to look this one up and see what it's all about. But it's not the one that I pre-ordered for next week. Nor is this next one that I'm going to read, which is Fable the Journey. This is at a discounted $50. And again, it's powered exclusively by Connect. So you need to connect to play the next Fable game. Um, I have absolutely, I've played Fable 2, Fable 3. I have absolutely no interest in this game. This looks horrible in my mind. And I just can't get in these Connect games anyway, so. Yeah. But, uh, and, and since Rob, you don't want to read them, I'm gonna read no, the I, next one. I, I, I want to go over this one. So this is the one okay. that Mark pre-ordered. It's called Candy Cruncher 2012. Yes. For 59.99. <laughs> no, I bought the limited edition uh, 99.99 version. So because it comes with a free candy cane. Yes. So and an art book and and a Mac version, <laughs> a free Mac version. A free Mac, yeah. <laughs> So what is, what is it really that I'm pre-ordered? Yeah, you can read it. From the award-winning creators of Civilization comes an action strategy game about civilization's last stand. Threatened by an unknown enemy, the Earth's governments unite to form an elite paramilitary organization known as XCOM. 
to combat this extraterrestrial attack. As the commander of XCOM, you control the global defense team in a battle against a terrifying alien invasion by creating a fully operational base, researching alien technologies, planning combat missions, and controlling soldier movement in battle. Some of the features are global threats, lead your squad in fierce battles to defeat the alien threat, and rescue civilians in crowded cities and desolate outlands around the world. Another feature is strategic base of operations. Build and expand your XCOM headquarters, recruit and develop unique soldiers to take into battle, and research alien technology to expand your weapons and capabilities. And there's tactical multiplayer, which this surprised me. For some reason, I had Democulus ask me the other day, yeah, is there co-op or multiplayer in that? And I said, nope, single player only. It does have multiplayer. You can you mix it in. I, you know, and the thing is, as I recall, I'm pretty sure I read this once before in the show. I'm pretty sure we talked about this. Um, where you can build out your teams. So I, I totally blew it somehow, Matt, because you can mix and match aliens and soldiers and combine abilities to outsmart and overpower your opponent. So there is multiplayer. So uh, I'm just not sure how well it's going to function. But I'm going into it as a single-player game. That's why I'm getting it. And, and normally I wouldn't buy it, and I almost didn't. But, oh, my gosh. The original XCOM game, UFO Defense, that was the first game that I ever played from start to finish. Yeah. And unfortunately, I never got to finish it because the PC game crashed when I landed on the home planet of the <laughs> aliens. The game crashed from there. What a tease. It sucked, dude. I never got to finish it. I got all the way to the last the last part, and then the, and it died. And there was something. I remember finding out you know, uh, about it, and it was just like the, the fix was start over. I'm like, I'm not starting yeah. over. <laughs> I remember a bunch of games in the past have done that where it's, you know, it's like, you know, we have this horrible bug at the end of the game. The only way is to delete your saved games. You know, that's the only way to fix it. And it's like, no. Because <laughs> why go again when it may happen again? So, so I never, I never did finish the original XCOM, but I loved it so much. Um, that I'm going to, that's the reason I bought it. I'm like, I've got to, Got to throw him a bone, man. I've got to do it for old time's sake because it just, I was so in love with that game. Um, this was my favorite game back in the day. So I will be all over this. Now, and this brings me up another topic that we talked about recently, Rob. Yeah. About pre-orders from Amazon. Mm-hmm. Now, the other day, they, uh, what, last week, two weeks ago, we talked about this, about the confusion. It was two weeks ago. Right. We had a comment last week about the UK pre-orders. Yes. Two weeks ago, we were talking about the confusion with Amazon, and we said how, oh look, they don't—they're not doing—they don't give you any credit anymore for pre-ordering games. Um, there was confusion on release day delivery, so we thought we had it figured out. We don't, because uh, last week, or I think it was last week, I get an email from Amazon that says. Pre-order XCOM, Enemy Unknown, because I had I hadn't pre-ordered it. I wasn't really, I was still on the fence. I was really kind of thinking and not. Okay. Then I get a, an email that says they're giving a fifteen dollar credit if you pre-order it. I was like, ooh, that's interesting. So I went ahead to pre-order it. Now I'm a Prime customer. Right. Now remember the discussion we had about the pre-release day delivery. Right. Nowhere on there 
Did it say anything about release date delivery? On the, cause remember before it said it was, it defaulted to two day shipping. Right. Which is, you'll get it, you'll get it on release day. This time, I was clearly paying attention. And it said the only way to get it, uh, it didn't say anything about release date delivery, but the, but it said the only option for me was one day shipping was to pay the four bucks extra. It, so, and for two day shipping did not say anything on there about getting it on release day now. It's come, so I went with the, the free two days. Now I have no idea if I'm going to get it on release day or if I'm going right. to get it a day or two after the game ships. Or, when was this again? This, I ordered it last week. Last week, okay. So it was more than a couple of days. Yes. It wasn't like okay. tonight. Right. So it's, um, I don't know what Amazon is doing. Um, and I really wish that they would, I, I just wish they'd go back to, you could pay, like I'd paid an extra dollar to have it the day it was released. Um, you know, and now they're saying you've got to pay like four bucks to get it the day of. And, you know, for a company that's trying to compete and they're really pushing into video games, you know, I'm not going to pay an extra four bucks. I'd rather just drive down the street to the store, to be honest. Um, the only thing that got me this time was the $15 promotional code. See, I'm looking at it right now, and they've got um, – okay, so it's $59.99. Yep. They have a pre-order price guarantee. They always have that. That's just the price. So if someone they, else has it cheaper before it's released, they'll drop the price and refund you the money. So they've got that. They've got the $15 credit. Um, and the credit, because we were kind of talking about what the credit is good for. So it's uh, towards certain items sold by Amazon.com. And they have a thing that says... Order in the next 17 hours and 49 minutes and choose one day shipping at checkout to receive this the day it comes out. Right, which is an extra four bucks. Yeah. So I don't expect to get it the day it comes out. But see, the yes. last game, uh, Borderlands 2, people had, other people had, had it on, from Amazon, just like you and I did. And I think that's what messed me up was if I would have just left my order alone, it probably would have shipped on time. But I went in and changed it that Sunday night when other people were saying Sunday night, there's it shipped. Right. Okay, because they had two-day mailing. But they did it for free. I paid the extra 4 bucks because I went and changed it. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm not going to get it. Maybe I messed up. And, uh, you know, now it's like, nope, you want it, you got to pay 4 bucks to get it on the day. So I probably won't have it the day it ships. But I don't know because when I ordered X, the X-Wing game, I ordered it one day. It was I ordered two day shipping because it's free. It was here the next day. You know, I, I think this has to do maybe with the actual title because I'm looking at Assassin's Creed Three, and they have want to receive this the day it comes out. Select free two day shipping. See, and I've got that one pre ordered too, and that's what I selected because I remember when we had the conversation. I mm-hmm. went and I went and pre ordered that game that night. And I right. said, okay, it's on two-day shipping. Let's see what happens. And then this comes out, and it's different. Yeah. So I, I don't know. And maybe maybe they're just not expecting a big of a 
you know, because maybe it's not a major title or something. See, Halo 4 is the same. Two days? Two day. Two day shipping at checkout. See, to I just, it needs, day. it should just be the same across the board. That's, that's what I don't understand about Amazon. That's what's kind of frustrating about them. So. Yeah. Is Halo giving out any, uh, credit? Uh, let me see. What was this? Uh, da, 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 da. you save one dollar because it's fifty eight ninety nine, and their special offers are pre order price guarantee, and that's it. Yeah, and I'm looking at like Hitman uh, does not give you any bonus of money back. So I know I don't know. Not sure. I'm not sure what they're doing. Maybe they're putting those in later if they don't get enough. Maybe they just, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. It's a little confusing, but I do have my, uh, my orders in. So I've oh, got. I was looking at the wrong one. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Halo 4 is $59. And it has a. $10 Amazon uh, video credit. That's the video, right? Video credit and a pre-order bonus of some webs, web right. armors. Right. So the video credit, that's what we were talking about last time. That one's not like the one for XCOM is just a $15 credit. Like I'm used to where I can use it to other items. So I can turn around and use that $15 to buy like Halo 4. So I probably will use it towards Halo 4. Um to get $15 off that title. That's probably what I'll end up doing. But like when you buy Halo 4, that $10 is only towards video rentals if through the Amazon Prime product. It's not, so I couldn't use it to purchase like Black Ops 2 at $10 cheaper. So they keep messing everything around. And it's just like, I don't know, it's a little frustrating. Yeah, and with my Borderlands credit that I had, I was having some trouble applying it to things because a lot of things I wanted to buy, you know, it wouldn't work on it. So eventually I just used it on a 4,000-point card that it took. Yeah. So, oh, well. Yeah, what you going to do? Uh, what you going to do? I don't know. But we'll see. I'm curious if I'll actually get XCOM on the date it releases. I'll let yeah. you all know next week. Actually, you know, one thing I was thinking of was because, you know, we're kind of complaining about the 4 bucks. You know, how much does it cost in gas to even go to the store to buy it? Uh, all in all, you wind up winning out. It depends it's, on where you live. If you live in California, it'd be cheaper to, yeah, to, to pay the four bucks. Yeah. Their, their gas prices, I guess, they're, they're paying, was it six dollars I was seeing on the news? A gallon? Yikes. I was Damn. like, what's going on over there? <laughs> Price gouging. So, oh yeah. But, uh, so yeah, in that case, if you're in California, you probably just want to pay the four dollars and let Amazon get it to you. Yeah. So it's less than a tank of gas. <laughs> yeah. So, you know that gas money will be used for the UPS truck. Yeah. All right. So I guess anything else? Are you getting this game, Rob? I'm still on the fence. I, you know, I. I'm very intrigued by it, but. I'm probably going to hold off initially. I might get it later on. All right. Well, I'll let you know. I'll give you my review of it next week. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, you got anything else for us? No, sir. Neither do I. So with that, um, oh, I do have, don't hang up yet. Don't stop 
the show yet because there's going to be something I want you to hear. I'm putting in something special here right after I give the little spiel here. Um, but uh, so if you want to email us, email us, contact thisxboxlife.com, twitter.com forward slash thisxboxlife, or you can send us a voicemail at 224-698-XBOX. It's 224-698-9269. Leave us a voicemail, and we will put it in our next show. Um, if you're listening to us on iTunes, please give us a rating. Uh, the five stars are very helpful and appreciated. Um, and before I close out, I just want to tell you, I want to set the stage for what you're about to hear. Um, this is a video. You can look for it on um, YouTube. Um and it's Jake Solomon. He is a uh, designer, producer, I don't know, game, whatever. He's somehow involved with the XCOM Enemy Unknown game. And he goes into the store and he's talking to people, just trying to sell a few copies before it actually releases this week. The video is really funny. It's really cute. It'll be better. You know, I'm putting in the audio because it's pretty funny. Um, but if you do get a chance, go to YouTube, look up Jake Solomon, and um, uh, or just look up you know XCOM Enemy Unknown Jake Solomon. And it's funny. He he. One point you're going to hear him go in the audio. Um, you're 18, right? Um, and he goes, Oh, okay. So well, what he is, and in the video, he's looking at this kid who's obviously like eight years old. And he's looking down at them because their games mature. He's like, "You're 18, right?" <laughs> and it's just, it's there. It just so the video is much better, but I want to give you guys the audio. It's still funny. So after we sign off, stick around for three minutes to listen to Jake Solomon trying to sell XCOM, and then go go check it out on YouTube. It's really funny. Um, if you look at 2K's website or 2K's YouTube page, you'll find it there too. 2K Games. Um, with that, I am Mark, aka Wingman709, taking off. And I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'll catch you all later next week. Hi, I'm Jake Solomon, lead designer of XCOM Enemy Unknown, and I'm here at Power Gamer in Glen Burnie, Maryland, and I'm just trying to sell a couple copies before the game comes out on October 9th. Hey, welcome to Power Gamer. Hello. Games. Power. What kind of games are you into? Uh, I like RPGs. You do? Yeah, I do like RPGs. Well, then... <laughs> Boom. This game right here. Have you heard of this game, XCOM? It's a combat game, and on top of it, it's a strategy game. Right. Yeah, and on, on top of that, there's another combat game. It's like, a, it's like a sandwich of gaming. This game is sort of like the next step for shooters. You get to be the general. You're not just the soldier. You're the soldier, and then after that, you're the general. You run a base. It teaches you management skills. You choose where to fight. You, like, direct the entire war. It's a, I'm going to get all my people killed. Yeah, you will. You make big... Epic decisions. It's not, it's, you know, it's this. And then, it's this. You know, they don't do those games on the big consoles very often. It's like chess with big guns against aliens, which isn't like chess at all when I think about it. Because, like, say, like, you got a storm of building, right? Yes. But you don't know who or what's in there. Exactly. So you split your group up into two. You We're still talking about video games now, right? right? You ever hear about the guy who made this game, Jake Solomon? No. Oh, he's, whatever, he's, he's super handsome. You guys like uh, aliens? No. No, exactly. You like shooting aliens, right? I'm gonna convince you about aliens, man. You haven't you haven't played the right alien game. When you're fighting aliens, you gotta have that psycho side, man. I see there's a dark side you in here. You really wanted to be a vampire. Really? Yeah. This is my guy right here. You're 18, right? No. Oh, okay. But you know the thing about this game is that your soldiers they die. So like, and none of that fake video game bull. When your guys in this game die, they're gone for good. Your soldiers are out there, they're dying from decisions you've made, you're crying, you feel terrible about yourself. 
sound like a good time? You can be playing for like 10 hours and lose this game. That doesn't sound like fun when I say it like that, but uh, but it is. And you have a 360 in your car? In the glove box. Wait. Get the hell out of here. Are you serious? I'll go half in on you, man. I'll, I'll buy this game for half. Like, this game's $120. All you have to do is pay for 60 of it. I pay for the other 60. This is this is the game for you, man. This this no, game right here. Did you see that damn monster right there? That would scare the shit out of me. Yeah, but wouldn't it make you feel better to shoot him in no. his head? Shoot some aliens in traffic. XCOM. Just keep it in your mind, XCOM. You gotta open his eyes to this game. Okay. I'm gonna rely on you to sort of like put this in his head. Just start saying this name at night. XCOM. I'm not giving you the hard sell. I'm not pushing. Right. I'm just. I'm just opening your mind to new experiences. You're gonna level up in life, man. You're trying to hustle me. You're my kind of guy. We're gonna take the next step together. This, I'm telling you, this is the game for you. Selling games is no joke.